Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora! And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled ends Mm. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas Films of film history I completely forgot I was doing the intro Sorry <laughs> I am Cassandra I'm James I'm Matt And as always Tis the season uh, We are joined by our returning Classic Christmas guest Lucas Neal Damn Always the damn season hey. Yeah <laughs> the, the gift baby The gifts that we give to all of you Every Christmas yeah. I'm the Lucas. Santa Claus of this podcast Yeah Santa Just baby. come around once ho, a year Ho 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 yeah. Uh, yeah So it's It's Christmas time It's yeah. actually not where we are We're recording this in advance But we, you know It's bad. Christmas time It's Christmas time-ish How is it not Christmas time? It's Christmas-ish It's late November That's Christmas time Yeah Yeah I I mean, mean, We're recording this on the 26th of November So Trees yeah. are up a There's a tree up on Courtney yeah. Place That's, That's Christmas true. time I guess yeah. it's Christmas Made of road cones Famously Yeah it's horrible Everybody hates it I love that everyone is united And hating Courtney Place Christmas tree Where's the glamour? Yeah Yeah also, like, I love that they're like, well, there's so much construction going on in this city. We should really honor that by having a road for Christmas tree. Like, that doesn't make no. any fucking Nobody's sense. Nobody's like, oh, that's my things I love about Wellington. Yeah, yeah. The cones. a road con Christmas tree. Make a huge road con Christmas tree. Yeah, it's so it's small. So sad. It is very yeah. small. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like you could have just made it there's in your house. There's a lot of, like, gaps in it because of the road Look, cones. the kids yeah. in this movie could have made this this... Christmas tree. It would be better. Yeah. If you look at those paper mache costumes, Absolutely. they could have, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like they would have done some And I feel tentacles. like taking a road cone and like having it in your flat is like anti establishment, but now the establishment <laughs> has like tried to capitalize on road cones. It's not cool anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I don't know if taking yeah. a road cone and having it in your flat was ever cool. I feel like that's the thing that 18 well, year old boys think is decor. It's, it's student, student life. <laughs> taking like a sign. It was cool. It was like a. All of you were 18 year old boys at one point, so I'm just going to. Level of doing that is taking a roadside, yeah. which is yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually elevated and cool, I think. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if it's like either funny or like an iconic street or yeah. thing yeah. or phrase on it. I think like, that's or actually your last right. name, like that's what mm. you should. Yeah, or, yeah. Your first or your name. first name. Lots of James streets around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, Great. guess you know what to get James it's for confirmed. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, is there a Cassandra T? Just, just I mean, don't... Cassandra Street. <gasps> I just said your full name. Which is funny because, like, T's and Street kind of similar. Like, like S-T, T is. So, yeah. Just yeah. don't that, give don't anyone know. else that road sign and get J- um, James the Joni Mitchell album that he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. The shame, same I'll shape graphic. Yeah. 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 They're a similar physical size as well. So yeah, yeah. But before we get into that movie, why don't we get into what's been keeping us merry the last few weeks? Pop, 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 pop corner. All right. So, yes, pop corner. Um, what have we got to discuss today? Well, actually, uh, there's a special guest here. Um, oh, who's I'm, this? Uh, my name is Jacob Lordy, and it's... Um, <laughs> I just wanted to let everyone know. Oh, I know thought you were doing Richard E. Grant. I thought he was doing Hugh Grant. Well, um, <laughs> I just wanted to let everyone know that love actually is 
all around, which is so yummy. Um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know who this character is I, now. It's I've, mixed I've, together. I've yeah. He's Felix Insult. I know, I'm, but I hope you're all, you're all invited to Saltburn this you year. You know, Jacob is Australian, right? For Christmas, yeah. Well, he didn't sound Australian <laughs> in this bloody film, did he? <laughs> and you don't sound like him in the film. <laughs> no. Either. Well, yeah, I'm off now. Ta-ta. Oh. Um, Should we talk about Salt the thing we've all seen? Salt Salt Bay. Bay. Um, Salt Bay, Yeah. This was fun. This I enjoyed it a lot. Sexy, stupid fun. <laughs> it's very stupid, though. Very stupid. I actually yeah. thought it was good until like the last act where it was really stupid. It got but, so stupid. But not I in a bad way. I like, still liked it. It's like, still a feature yeah. to You know, me. I think yeah. sometimes you want a film that's just vibes and left things and things are left kind of ambiguous. And sometimes <laughs> I want a film where everything is connected and wraps up and every plot like line comes back. And I think both of those are valid and I liked it. <laughs> Gorgeous. I think it's good fun. Yeah, it's yeah. the new Emerald Fennel film. I was like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be an Oscar contender. And then I saw it, I was like, no. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but like maybe costume. Okay, or production I, no, no. Design. I, I, I think production design. design, I think cinematography. Yeah. I oh, think, yeah, um, yeah costume design. I, there is like some Oscar worthy shit. Yeah. I think this is one of the most beautiful movies. It, it's, it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And I will be doing that, um, that costume that. Uh, Barry Keoghan had next year for Halloween. What, in the nice. final scene? Yeah. Well, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the final scene? When he's naked and dancing around scene? the castle. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're on the dance floor. I need to get my body right. <laughs> You've got a year to get rid of it. But also the antler, the antler yes. costume. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very um, but yeah, no, he's a good dancer. I was like impressed. He's a good yeah. actor. He's a very good actor, but yeah. we knew that. We knew that. Yeah. And, um, um, love uh, to play another weird little guy his, in his canon you know, of weird little guys. Yeah. You still haven't seen Killing of a Sacred Deer. I haven't. Oh, oh man. Oh, you got it. He loves to just yeah. come into a family and just fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it's it. so strange. Like, we, we have our queen. Um, we talked about Gone Girl um, last oh, episode. Rosamund Pike. And Very Rosamund funny Pike. in this. Elspeth. Oh, oh, <laughs> she oh, is so good. Yeah. yeah. Used to be a lesbian, but it was too wet. So like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Men so dry. As Pamela. Yeah. Yeah. Fun little cameo. Yeah. She's tired. That's not a cameo. It's more than a cameo. It's a one It's a small character. She's in like half the movie. Not she's not half. She's in She's in a couple of scenes. No, she's not She's in more than five minutes. She's more than her own Atkinson. Yeah. Sure. And well, also, I don't think it can be a cameo if your name's in the title sequence. Like, if your name's in the hmm. in the credits uh, to start the movie, not that's not a cameo. Did anyone go for the end in this movie? And Rowan Atkinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Insult Burn. Uh, I, I don't know. Is it, is it Carrie? Uh, no. Is no, Carrie Mulligan in the end? She was built last, but she didn't get an end. I is it Richard? Is no, it? it's just her and then, like, the threes. Oh, okay. You know, the stacks of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, Jacob Elordi, I thought, was incredible in this role. He is incredible. Well. Dynamic. Just, just yeah. a movie star. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. maybe you want right. to see Priscilla a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and that one, I mean, he might get a nom for that one. I, I hear he's very good. I don't think Priscilla's going to be not, a contender. They, yeah. You don't think? No. It's not big enough. It's going to be a major. Also, like, they just did an Elvis film, like, an Elvis yeah, film exactly. just got noms. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's just thing. not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, two Jokers have won Oscars. Why not two Elvises? Well, too close together. Too close together. Oscars so far. Mm. Sorry? Zero Elvises of That's true. Oscars. No, no, you're right. You're uh, right. You're right. Yeah. And yeah. another Joker may win. I mean, Joker Folio de is coming next year. So. Oh my God. <laughs> you know? I'm, ready. Never know. I'm seated for um, Lady Gaga's Lady Gaga's performance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's time for a girl Joker to win an Oscar, I think. Yeah. This is like, Absolutely. You know, this is feminism. Here is like my I don't think so, honey, every Halloween. Men, get creative. Why you always got to be Joker? 
And it's like for them, for them speaking for as them, a non-man, as a non- <laughs> <laughs> for you know your regular um, run-of-the-mill bloke. See, I think a they the height guy. of creativity. As someone Joker. who is dressed as Joker, I oh. think. Well, I should say I love that we've got a Joker. Even though this film stars a Joker, but we've got through like by a different <laughs> way. Barry Jokin plays Joker in the Batman. Does he? Yeah, in the new one with the Robert Pattinson oh. as so, an actual cameo. As <laughs> like, a cameo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that's a cameo, and that's Joker. We and literally get to see his face. The yeah. talented Mister. Mm-hmm. Like he, he kind of. I'm not sure about. I don't know. Like if he does end up actually playing it, he may like tweak it because it's kind of a. I don't know if I fully loved his mini joker that we saw but I don't know, it was it's, it's like it's like one scene i'm He's not gonna like, see it so it doesn't anyway wait but barry you're a barry fan but you're not a, a batman fan you wouldn't see barry I, just i don't i don't wish to see any <laughs> superman superhero films yeah. ever Damn. Unless I've got, unless I'm being really convinced, you're gonna have to, you yeah. really have to twist my arm to make me see anything where Maybe there's a if it's superpowers. A Gaga, Harley Quinn well, she does know. have superpowers in The Eternals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, who does? Oh, Barry. Barry Keoghan. Oh, oh he is in The Eternals. He's yeah. one of The Eternals. Yeah, one of the Eternals. He's one of the titular roles. Mm. No. Um, not, yeah. not, 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 not a good movie. Not but a good beautiful movie. film. We're just you're defending your choice of wearing Joker costumes and how. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, I dressed up for it. I can't remember. It was a prom or something. It was in high school. Um, a prom? A prom. Joker prom? It must have just been a fancy dress. Anyway, yeah. Um, and I think buying the face paint and stuff, and you cover your face white, you know, and then the Which, I mean, you have famously red. done more recently <laughs> on this for part. Twilight, yeah. our 100th episode. Yes. I, honestly, Talking of Batman himself, when I turned When I turned up that night, I thought you were Joker. I thought that's what you were dressed up as. It yeah. took me, like, a good, I don't know, 20 minutes for you to work out that you were, like, <laughs> you were Robin a, Johnny Crawford sent me the image of the guy sitting as the Bubba Duke in that, <laughs> that meme. And he was like, that's you. <laughs> literally, that literally, it's a, the rest yeah. of us grown-ups drinking wine vibe. Yeah. <laughs> some of us dress up as jokers on Halloween. Some of us dress up as Amy Elliott Dunn's, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just the scene where she's, like, covered in blood after <laughs> killing NPH. Yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful film. Gorgeous film. film. Stupid. Gorgeous film. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. We, we need more stupid films. I know. Very stupid yeah. film. Um, but I love those boys. Love, love Give the me boys. more of those boys. Mm. And Rosamund on, on Love of Goddess. Yeah, horny boys. Yeah. 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 Very horny film. Yeah. 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 God bless. Good yeah. fun. She gets it. She's a woman who gets it. Emerald? For now. Yeah. Uh, for now. Yeah. She knows she's, what she wants. She knows what spice. we need. She, she knows, knows what she wants. She doesn't always know what she's saying, but she knows what she wants. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> think she what knows I think. what we want. And yeah. that's what so, I want. Yeah. I, I love a 2000s era period piece. Those mm. needle drops, No Cars Go by Arcade Fire, I lost my mind. Uh, well, okay. And I, I heard her talk about it in an interview where she said, like, like, because it's like, you know, 15 years ago-ish or whatever, like, mm. I'm not going to mention it. like 20 like, years roughly. ago, yeah. Oh, but less, but less than 20, but like, like she was like if it's like 20 years ago or more then like it's like nostalgic it's, yeah, and cool and back. like retro yeah but if it, and if it's too close to the modern time then mm. it's not like seriously as a period yeah. because mm. those things are still kind of in the you know in pop culture and they're still kind of yeah, cool yeah. but if you have it like 15 years ago like nothing looks cool like even these like ultra rich like wealthy like um you know people who were cool of the time don't look cool to our modern lens and i think that that's a, like a very like clever um mm. clever i don't know tactic for you know telling your story by sitting mm. it in this time and Though like, I, I do think they they did still look look quite cool 
But like, <laughs> but like you know, it's, because it's also coming back. Like you know, yeah. Like, but they also the cycles look, coming but they back. Look, back they again. look cool, but they also look real trashy. And it's oh like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know, like the, it's the like the trashiest it's, part it's, of me was them reading it's Harry gross Potter. And it's yes, they're they reading the Harry Potter. Know, they're they're they were, reading it. And they think that it's like the highest of like yeah. literature. Yeah. And like the sister has that like super bad. And the sister has that like terrible dye job of her hair. And like yeah, everything's a bit like ooh, gross. It's good fun. Um, cool. I'll go next. Um, I also saw another recent uh, film, which is called The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Oh, I saw that I yesterday. I oh, nice. Um, what did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, me too. I was... Um, mm, what did you say, I, I was... When I heard that they were doing a Hunger Games prequel and that it was going to be about Snow, the, like, bad guy, yeah, I was like, Linus. what a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, after seeing it, I was like, oh, no, this is, I think, like, one of the better avenues for, like, continuing, like, this story and this world. Like, that's a that's a more interesting avenue to explore than, like, a lot of other ones that they mm. could have taken. Yeah. When we were talking about, like, time periods, I really like that it's set, like, whatever it is, 65 years before, so we're seeing, like, the 10th Hunger Games, mm. and we're seeing how kind of janky it is, but also, like still in our future yeah, yeah yeah and like the structures that surround it are very different so you meet all of these cool like side characters like uh peter dinklage who's the creator of the games and then viola davis who's like the current like game master oh who is just who eating is giving i have not seen the film yet but oh my god he, see it for viola. <laughs> viola davis she looks deranged she, love she's, love she's having the time of her life yeah yeah <laughs> like it's insane what she's doing yeah it's and, so good and so for like two-thirds of the film i was like I'm loving this. Like, this is so great. Like, okay. the build-up, the Hunger Games itself yeah. is really so, tense. So there is a Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the flow of, like, the third book, is that there is no Hunger Games. There's no games. Hunger Games, yeah. When that concept, Suzanne Collins snapped, even though she yeah. kind of, like, stole it from Battle Royale. Royale but yeah. yeah. But hey. it's still, it's a yeah. great concept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kids fight is, you know, yeah. like, that's, that's too basic a concept to say anybody exactly. specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And I, as, a, as a former marketing boy, I really appreciated how bloody Coriolanus Snow is like pulling the levers and manipulating mm. people bloody like, Coriolanus Snow yeah yeah, yeah. The, and they do plenty of, of snow puns someone pointed out that Peter Dinklage is it's his second time being an adversary to someone with the surname of Snow <gasps> no. always wow. drinking as well I was <laughs> like oh weird yeah. Um, and so yeah I, I do with the Hunger Games always enjoy like there's the world around the Hunger Games but because this is such like apparently a very big book there's a third mm. section that happens after the Hunger Games. Um, a third Often we'll call that the third act, yeah. The third Absolutely, act, yeah. famously. It's even called act in the thing where something happens to Rachel Ziegler's character and Coriolanus Snow's character where we kind of follow them. Using the actor and using the Oh, character. yeah, Tom Blythe. The man, Coriolanus Snow, yeah. we know him. Yeah. Um, where he gets a buzz cut and uh, he becomes like a, a fascist twink and, and we follow his life post the hunger games which i think just felt really shoehorned is it like the anakinization of, of uh yeah a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. like he yeah. has been like wavering throughout yeah he's he's, yeah. he's kind of fascist through the whole thing but he could he just sort of doubles down yeah yeah and so a lot of people were suggesting oh you could have cut this into two parts which i'm like i guess oh, but i'm more interested in the so first part I, wait 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, dis I disagree we don't need that anymore i disagree they're still doing that with wicked Ugh. i i disagree i think doing that I think I was a little bit unsure about the third act in the same way of like, oh, you sort of peak with Hunger Games and then just go, yeah, keeps going. Just but I think, like, it kind of services the, like, um, perspective 
like the main point of the books which is just like you know if, if it is all about the hunger games then like we are just like just like the people in that it's critiquing yeah. who mm-hmm. are sensationalizing child murder and like i think like having the story go on and seeing the after effects of the hunger games like immediately after one of these games like that like um i think is is more interesting and, and, and really strengthens like the the meaning of the movie yeah i just feel like in the third act it just feels the need to like name check a couple of things like link in with the original trilogy and like yeah. try and find some little like nods and winks and it's like i didn't really feel that it was specifically tied to the games that we just seen but i think it's a really great but i think it's really, like yeah. but you need that last bit to be like oh here's how that character becomes the yeah. one we know yeah, from the totally. other movies. yeah it's just a little clumsy but like yeah. you yeah. can't have him just like winning at the end of the yeah. games and like and then you're like, and then you're like da, 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 da. 60 years later he's a monster yeah. Yeah. yeah i've heard some people saying like oh this would be really cool as a mini series and stuff but i don't know like the it would yeah. maybe help that final chunk but like i really enjoyed like i don't know i think people just need section. to people just need to be more of accepting of like a story where the the climax is in the center and like you know like i don't know just open your mind and like be less like strict with like your plot structures come on yeah um, I, I, it just it does feel clunky they introduce a ton of new characters and like in the last act no the they don't act. they introduce one <laughs> i think they, they there's like whole other plots with like this um the guy that um are they making it josh plays no, no there's no more books uh, so she would have to write a new book for them to write it yeah movie. Well, that it's, hasn't stopped them yeah but it kind of shifted it from like a four no, star it, it to like did no, stop like, them what yeah. what nothing <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> just... i think you could you could probably see it's like when they did the born legacy okay they kept going yeah. Okay, but I mean, like, specific Hunger Games, they have. The Hunger Games specifically, <laughs> yes. they have not done that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You could probably do future ones with Coriolanus Snow, like, running the games and stuff, but well, I, I wouldn't be particularly. I don't know interested. where you would do another one, because, like, you can't just do a regular Hunger Games where there is no where element. Like... Where there's no element of, like, revolution or, yeah. like, impact, which we know is the fact for the, all the other Hunger Games, because, like, we know how it ends. That's normal. So, yeah. like, yeah. you would both need, like, a, a bit of the story where there is hunger games happen yeah. and also something more happens to make it more like impactful than just like a hunger games runs to plan yeah and still fit um, it within the timeline of like it's eventually going to crumble with katniss taking over yeah so actually yeah. I, I don't know how they would but i mean if she has an yeah. idea then go for it but yeah. yeah but i'd recommend going out and seeing it i had good fun and i saw you had just recently watched the first one again are you going i did and... go home and i watched <clears throat> the first i watched the first two last night, actually, because oh, I was like, fuck it. Those two are good. Because, you know... You, I am a Catching Fire girl. Catching Fire is the best yeah. one. But I haven't I had seen it. Catching Fire. <laughs> it's the best one. Mm. It's so good. I've only seen the first one and part one of The Mockingjays. Uh, yeah. But, like, yeah. I... Okay, so I, re- I haven't rewatched The Mockingjay ones yet, but I rewatched Hunger Games, I rewatched Catching Fire, and they're both really good, and they yeah. hold up. And specifically, Hunger Games, the first one was better than I remembered it being. Mm. And Catching Fire, I think I'd hyped up a little bit in my brain. It's still mm. really good, but I was like, oh, yeah, no, like, it is pretty even between the first two in terms of quality, I think. Mm. Uh, I think they do the storytelling really well. I think... Because um, it's the same director. The acting's really good. Francis Lawrence from Catching Fire onwards. And mm-hmm. I think the first Gary one Ross. Gary Ross. Gary Ross, yeah. that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, the acting's really good. The casting's, like, impeccable. Mm. Like, I can't, I think I kind of forgot how, like well jennifer lawrence's cast like she's like as a character who's like who doesn't want to be like made or like um made up and do all the sort of like the mm. the the glitz and glam of the hunt games and feels awkward doing that like jennifer lawrence like is kind of perfect to be playing that type of person yeah. because she's that is rare. that is like mm. 
close to her like public persona did you as say well. she's Hugh Grant she's True Grit oh, okay <laughs> she's Hugh Grant <laughs> the real Hugh Grant that's the British of version of, of True Grit <laughs> like you really believe her her like how uncomfortable she is for a lot of movie I yeah. think um, yeah and all the the side characters and stuff are really well cast are you a Peter or a, the other guy Gail Gail I mean I remember when I was reading the books and when, when I watched the movies originally and I was like it feels weird that she's actually interested in either of these people and yeah it's all a smoke I stand by but I do think I was thinking like oh like it is a much more interesting like love triangle than any other sort of teen yeah. novel series mm. because she has the thing of like I have to publicly pretend to be in love with one of these mm. people yeah or they will murder my family yeah well like, that's that marketing that, angle it's so that's cool. what Twilight's missing it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like it's, it's a classic Gail is a fuck and Peter is a Mary yeah like that's the classic breakdown of those two guys yeah. I think wait what in a fuck Mary kill situation. Oh, sorry. I was yeah. like, who's Mary? <laughs> yeah. But I've always enjoyed that like commentary on reality TV and like narratives and yeah, basically you're getting the chance with Coriolanus in this new one to be to follow like a producer of reality yeah, TV. Yeah. That's super cool. I think yeah, the social commentary like I think that's the thing is that like a lot of people are like, oh, make this make a Hunger Games like make Haymitch's Hunger Games or whatever. And mm. it's like, no, because like the, you need the social commentary and mm. that's what yeah. they've really mm. like like the social commentary, like, is 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 really well done, and like, and they, yeah, that's why I think, Ballad, Ballad of Songbird, the title, the, I can't oh, say the title, it's, it's a mess. too long. Snakes and Songbirds. So, right? The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes Songbirds is too long of a title. It's too long a like, title. It's yeah. ridiculous. That's my main criticism, actually. <coughs> yeah. 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 But shout out to Susan Collins for naming them Peter and Katniss, mm. so that their um, ship name is Penis or Cat P. Those are her words. Um, <laughs> Uh, Rachel Ziegler gets to sing a lot in the new one. Um, I won't go on too much. Some people We've think already gone she's, on a lot. I know. Some people think she's miscast. I thought she was fine. I thought she was great. Yeah. Love her. Anyway. Big fan. All right. Um, I'm going to go really fast because we don't have much. We've, we've, we've You've got plenty got... of time. Yeah. Well, it's just... the Christmas episode. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, I've it's got super size. I've got two things. I, I, I haven't finished, now. by the way. I've got more. Oh. Okay. So I can jump in. I don't have a lot. <laughs> All right. So you guys, fine. You, you keep going. I didn't prepare anything. Okay. Well. Um, uh, I decided I had some nights free and I decided to chill out with my main pal, my main bud, who made a great film this year, Martin Scorsese. Um, and do you know, I saw that. It's real fuck you to the rest of us, isn't it? (laughs) My big boy. Um, he's 80 years old. Well, 81. 80? Um, uh, also, it's not okay. Yeah, so the only difference close. between me and Matt's yeah, yeah. <laughs> is uh, I don't really rewatch films a lot, but I was trying to decide what to watch, and then <laughs> and then the Departed. <laughs> Did you say I don't really watch films a lot? Rewatch. Oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what this podcast is that you make <laughs> weekly? <laughs> so I rewatched the Departed, right? Uh huh. And it is so much better than I remember. She's a rat. It's so good because the thing is, is that I remembered. Um, uh, Jack, obviously, Jack Nicholson being big, big, big. And I remembered Leo, but the thing that I had forgotten is that, like, the subtle stuff with Matt Damon yeah. and his kind of, like, like corruption of his soul um, with, like, being under Frank Costello is so good and it's so subtle and... I don't know, like, even though Damon said some whack shit, like, he's a great actor. I love how you, like, focus on Damon when Mark, Mark Wahlberg is, is a right fucking there. monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Wahlberg, you so remember. Film, like, though. I think it's just, like, you've just got such, like, a murderer's row of, like, great, great acting. Also, Vera? Vera Farmiga is great. And it's not, like, I know that she's, like, 
the woman, like in terms of like often quite <laughs> sidelined in terms of Marty yeah. films, right? Yeah. But like she does play like a crucial part uh, within it in terms of like deciding their kind of fates and what she wants to do. I miss her. Yeah, and just slowly, I mean, she's in the conjuring world. She's conjured. She's conjuring. Um, She's conjuring conjuring big, big monsters. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know, it's just... A real yeah, so I, was like, I don't think that's what the conjuring movies are about. <laughs> she's conjuring. Yeah, she's magic. No, she's conjuring monsters. That's not what happens. Oh, I'd love to see it. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's it. I've um, never seen one, <laughs> and I never will. Look, are they good? They're good fun. No, I don't I fuck won. with those movies. Number one, because they're like based on a true story, and they're not based on a true story <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> it's full fabrication. The crazy thing is, like, they're famous with the Amityville case. But yeah, they, none they, of the. But that's dreams. not true. It's a fake story. Yeah. Well, I sure, mean, it's, it's fake. It's true in that they're real people. Like, yeah, yeah, yes. they're real people. They're peop- that's true lies based yeah. on true people's yeah, yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. They're con artists. <laughs> one yeah, of the, yeah, one yeah. of the hottest jobs, as yeah. stated on this podcast. What was I talking mm. about? Oh yeah, it's great. It moves like a bullet. It fucking rolls. The Departed, and then I saw Cape Fear. Fucking freaking. Mm, yeah. Like, Robert it's De Niro good. is so evil in this role. Jessica and I did not Lange. really realize that um, Juliette Lewis got an Academy Award nomination. Yeah, she's young. Thoroughly well-deserved. She is, like, playing that, like, fuck you, Nick Nolte. I don't care. I'm a little kid. Like, But then also, like, the girlishness of it. And they have this scene where she goes into the drama department. And he is pretending to be this teacher. And he's in, like, this, like, gingerbread house set. And he's oh, like, yeah. hello, little girl, how's it going? And then they, like, have the most excruciatingly creepy, gross conversation ever. Um, and it's, like, skin-crawling. And, yeah, mm. De Niro just absolutely goes for it. And, um, yeah, it's a total blast and very, very creepy. Nice to see, like, Marty just go for, for a straight-up kind of thriller um, as opposed to, like, oh, it's also about this. Like, mm. you know, it's just no-holds-barred scary. Cool. Uh, is that all your... Yes. Well, I saw Bottoms with you, but... You, well, sure we're going to talk, talk about, about that bottoms. together. So, great. Cool. So, uh, yesterday, James and I saw Bottoms mm. on Amazon Prime. Yes. Yep. Yes. Shout out um, to Amazon Prime. Shout out to Amazon Prime. So, it's available now. Anyway, hey, you can stream. It is somehow one of our, like, recurring bits lately to shout out <laughs> Jeff. Oh, you got to shout out Jeff. You know. Every time you a film out. on Amazon Prime. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I did not find it as funny as I was hoping I would find it. I had the same thought. Which I is, seen it, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm a shame. I feel like premise-wise, I like I wanted it to be funnier than yeah. it was. Yeah. I still enjoyed it. Same. I think it was a good time. I really liked the kind of surrealness of the sort of world it's in. Yeah. Like, mm. it's this very surreal and, like, knowingly surreal version of high school yeah. I love um, that the jocks wear their football um, they shoulder wear their pads outfits. the shoulder pads all the, the entire movie all the way through school like they have a class all the classes take five minutes he and wears them in a sex it. scene <laughs> yeah he's always wearing his shoulder pads love, at all times yeah. um, you know people people just die <laughs> and try to kill there's each other s- yeah someone gets as, killed by a sword yeah so you know <laughs> there's a there's a it's a poisoning plot like there's there's lots of there's a lot of multiple bombs like you know it's it's very surreal as a setting yeah um i think the performances are strong i think yeah. they're like yeah Absolutely. i think i just wanted like more jokes in the writing yeah think, yeah kind of where that's I exactly what i thought just like um, more like well, emma more back to the drawing jokes. board Mm. more packed with jokes I think because I think premise wise mm. it's so delightful <laughs> like, yeah. I think it's um, yeah it's very it's a, it's a really funny premise and I just yeah wanted a little bit more in terms of and it, like and the jokes that they are the are really good, good jokes they're great yeah. jokes I just yeah. want more of them that's all yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's like a, like all of the arcs like feel like yeah relatively well thought through and like it's a really like 
it holds together as a film but yeah it's just not hilarious Mm. i think the hazel the character of hazel was really cool i really liked that they um rachel senna and io like profiled like younger actors and like really allowed them to kind of shine i think she's also been in mirror of east town i'm not sure yeah yeah yeah, she's the daughter yeah yeah daughter yeah that's Um, my mirror of east town accent daughter um, I don't even know if that's the accent. Neither know. do I. Yeah. yeah, can't remember. Yeah. That was a while ago since I saw that. Priscilla show. is the daughter as well. Kaylee Spaney. She's the girl who plays Priscilla, and Priscilla is also the daughter. The other one. Oh, uh, the older one. Oh. Oh, I don't know if she's the daughter. I can't remember. One There's of the a girls. Lot, There's I a mean, lot of daughters in there. Everyone's a daughter. Everybody's a daughter. Everyone's right? somebody's son. daughter. Everybody's <laughs> Child daughter. makes you think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you have Beautiful. any others? Uh, and my other last little one is, uh, I'm going to shout out a game that I've been playing. Uh, this is an Australian phone game uh, called Gubbins. Uh, it's a <laughs> word game. Um, and it is oh, so fun and so, so cute. Funny. I've got so many TikTok ads for this game. So this Can is, I play it? Uh, it's, it's real cute. It's real fun. You can get, there's a free version. I actually have the paid version because I want to play it more than once a day, sure. but you can basically like, play it once a day for free. Oh, you're um, paying for it. Nice. Well, it's, it's, a lo- it's like a local game company. And so, yeah, that I'd sort of, I'd heard about it because it was one of the things that came up at New Zealand Game Developers Conference or something. And I was like, oh, that looks really cute. It's kind of the aesthetic is like Yellow Submarine, the film. Mm-hmm. It's like the sort of 60s psychedelic aesthetic. And basically it's, Basically, a word game where you're trying to make as many words, as long words as possible. And yeah, you have, yeah. like, gubbins, which are these little power-up things that either do good things for you or, like, are detractors. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as you make words, there will also be, like, little things that it unlocks that, you know, um, pop up for you that are, like, sometimes references to the words themselves and, like... It's quite fun. There's sort of commentary on the words you're making. And then at the end, you make little postcards of the words that you've created and make little little pictures with them. And it's just really cute and very fun and very relaxing. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's, it's a great way to spend some, you know, a minute of your time, two minutes of your time. Uh, and I send James little postcards I've made in Gubbins all the time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I still don't quite understand how no. that ends. <laughs> 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 like, I, I don't think, James, I don't think you should understand. I think you should yeah. just, like, yeah, Jesus. I think, li- like, have the this beautiful mystery of these postcards yeah. that get sent yeah. to you once a day. Yeah. And just wake up and, you know, yeah, do spells. Things, things like this. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, you I know, I do actually. enjoy a word puzzle, so I yeah. will check it out. Yeah, and it's fun. It's, it's Amazing. It's really the aesthetic. I will say, like, you can't see this listening, but the aesthetic is giving um, Rugrats, and I really enjoy oh, it. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's great. Mm. You know, like, yeah, we'll put some of your greatest hits you're on our gay? You're soy gay. Love it. Look, yeah. <laughs> Name of my band. I love that Katy Perry song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the Australian version. You're so yeah. gay. You're so gay. You're so gay. It's the sequel to You're So Gay. Can this episode be called Accents? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, check it out. It's fun. It's free. Cool. Nice. I guess I can jump in next. I have not been consuming a lot of... Uh, culture Culture. because i've been very lazy and trash brained so the um (laughs) culture that i've been consuming lately so there's this channel on youtube called cut they just do silly human experiments and one of the most famous ones is called it's a dating show called the button where like um two strangers come up for a first date they like you know, like they converse, sometimes the button, which is like a, a button that's in the middle of the table, prompts them with some questions about the red flags or like whatever. And then when the button lights up red, 
one of them gets to press the button and then the other person goes away. I just like you saying the button because it's so... Yeah. You pronounce the button. It the button. The button. Um, so I have not been watching the button, actually. I've been watching this YouTube channel called Cody Co that reacts to the button. Oh. Um, this is such a limp explanation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Am I, like, in a Wikipedia wormhole? That's hole, literally like... what I've been watching for the last four People days. reacting to the button. I love this. Yeah. yeah like, so that's the culture that I've been consuming. Otherwise, I went up to... Um, Auckland in a fateful trip and, and saw uh, a comedian goddess queen Catherine Cohen um, in I her... was also there oh yeah shh <laughs> we're not supposed to know each other <laughs> um, that's your bit that's not my bit yeah. um, we saw her on her come for me tour and she was incredible um, it was a great time I, I loved, loved her, her. Yeah. she's funny in real life she's funny in fake life as well she is but yeah. you know I sometimes Sometimes they're not as good in real life. Yeah, I think that there was always that. There's always that fear of when you go see someone live that you've been a fan of for a while, yeah. like either a musician or a comedian or whatever, and that you you know that they're going to be disappointing. I think especially with a live show, there's mm-hmm. like you know like it's it's different the, pictures, the, you it's, different know, it's not edited. Yeah. It's you know like it's it, it's maybe long a longer format than you've seen this mm. person put down. So it's like you know are they going to deliver and what is like a, a more like tricky um, stage to do it on. Mm. Um, that being a live stage and uh, she really like met my expectations and if not exceeded yeah, them same. and um, that was really exciting I'm obsessed still like yeah. you know and if you want to see more of her she's got a Netflix special called um, The, the twist. twist she's gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, so it refers to the moment when she take off your glasses yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. in The Twist she's gorgeous um, and the other one that I've been consuming is on my lengthy 12-hour bus ride down. I bought a, um, a book called Yellow Face, which you've... We had discussed on the pod before. I've, I've finished most of it. Like, I've finished most of it on the trip. And then I have, like, 30 more pages to go, which right. I really just haven't read. <laughs> You're um, just leaving I've, yourself on a cliffhanger. I know, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, it's, cool. it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had a, an amazing race like Saga I know. to get back down, you poor thing. Yeah, yeah. but he was eliminated, so. Oh, I was not. No. I got here on time. No, but you were the last to get there. You were the last to arrive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you know. How was it with Phil, though? What was it like meeting Phil in real life? I should never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Did you stand on his mat? Oh, he stood on my mat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lucas, did you have any other popcorn offerings? Um, I was just looking at my phone, trying to like think of things because I was like, oh, I could talk about Bright Star. We checked that off. We could talk about Hang Games. Check that off. I think the only thing that like me and James kind of talking about that day, so maybe we could talk about on here, is the Scott Pilgrim TV show. Yes. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was on my list. Oh my such a huge reaction, James. Yes. <laughs> so thrilled, oh, thrilled to be forgot. bringing this to the table. Thank you so much. Um, such a Because nice. I was like, I was a bit, I was curious about it because I, I was a big Scott, I was a big fan of the book. I was a big fan of the movie. Mm. Um, have not played the video game, so don't know anything about that. Be but um, uh, so, and then I heard that okay. this TV show is coming out. Very excited. Have always thought Scott Pilgrim make a great TV show. Then heard that it wasn't really an adaptation of the books. Yeah, you look at and, the trailer and you think like, oh, it's just like an anime version. No, no, it's not. Oh. And I didn't know what to expect. And I watched it, and it wasn't not what I expected. But I still liked it, and I think I still yeah. had like a bit of a thing to think about over the next 
over the subsequent days of like oh like you know because i guess like i was like oh but i, I kind of want to see this moment adapted in this moment and especially like moments and characters that are in the books that aren't in the film just for, you know for time sure. reasons yeah. i was excited to see some of that stuff and was disappointed when that wasn't there but then like um just happy to appreciate it as like its own thing and it's it's just like it's quite cool because you don't often get to see stories that you're really like familiar with and that you really love see like you know turned on their head and mm. you know oh. told in a completely um unique way um in a way that like you know celebrates the original material but also like is its own thing and you know it's you know just it doesn't replace the original it's where? just like a additional um additional piece of media for it and that's exciting where is it where can you find it's, it uh, you can find it on netflix.com Net- wow i've never heard even wow. though i referenced it earlier man <laughs> the strike's over and we are promoting all of the big streamers <laughs> Um, I really love this one. I don't know, like, for me when I was, because I read the books as well, and then when the movie came out, I really loved Edgar Wright, and I really loved Brian Lee O'Malley. About the movie, Brie Larson has never been better. She's so good. She's great. And she's back for this one. She's back. Oh, Envy Adams is back. Yeah, Yeah, as long, as well as Metric, who bring a new song. Honestly... Metric was one of my obsessions. Yeah. Based on that movie. Black Sheep. Like, it was great. It's a banger. Such a good Um, song. And yeah, so like the aesthetic of that movie and all of the jokes were really great. But what I missed from it, because of needing to condense it into two hours, is kind of like the heart and more like those kind of meditations on relationships and like, yeah, like uh, moving on and exes and all that kind of stuff that I think Brian Lee O'Malley does really well. Absolutely. And this TV show, I think allows him to kind of revisit these characters and kind of explore where his head's at with relationships and like, yeah, cause it essentially, I won't get into it too much. Yeah. But it, yeah don't get too much. Yeah. It follows Ramona flowers at, and she has to meet her kind of exes for whatever reason. Um, and so, uh, him getting the opportunity to kind of, explore those ideas and through Ramona who has been criticized as like a manic pixie dream girl like you get to know her a lot more and her kind of characterization I don't I do think you kind of get to know her a little bit in quite a lot in the books in the movie Mm. maybe a little less so even Mm. though Mary Elizabeth Winstead is really great um yeah I think I think that is one of my favorite parts of the tv show (laughs) is that it lets some of the side characters shine and lets Scott take a step back um and I think that's really great because I think yeah that's what I agree like some of a lot of the stuff that I really like missed from the books that isn't in the movie, and again, I'm not annoyed at the movie; it's just a time thing. Yeah, um, is like some of the like is how fleshed out the side characters are, and mm-hmm. how, like some of the subplots um, for the love lives of his friends. Yeah, um, and you know, while I was disappointed I didn't get that like directly translated for the TV show, you do get those same characters to have their little like extra adventures and like seeing them interact with different characters who they don't interact with previously and um and that's really really fun. Yeah. It's such like a great like um playground of just like characters that um he's created that just yeah, to see them interact and, and I think the cast of the movie is so great that yeah it's so good. It's yeah. so cool to just see them do more stuff and in a really beautiful animation style as well. So I was yeah. just I was really bowled away. I was like that is not what I thought I was getting and it was it was really refreshing. So it's yeah. so crazy that they just nailed the casting so hard. I know that 
and the cast all got along so well that mm. every single one of them apparently agreed to do the um apparently he they have an email thread and that um <laughs> and that Brian that. either Brian Lee or Mallory Grant, I'm not sure which one, um it just asked everyone on this on the same same email thread that's been going since they made the movie. Aww. And with, and like within like three hours every single one of them had agreed to it. That's so, cool. so like, cute. And like that's, I love that. That's very cute. So lovely. The the other thing that I heard is that someone said a joke and then like four years later Michael Sarah replied with like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Michael. Michael so is honestly iconic for that time. You know, like yeah. oh yeah. We look back and we clowned him a lot, but you know, I never clowned Michael Sarah. He's great. Well, I always loved Juno. him. He's good. Fun. Great Juno. Yeah. Great. He's a cutie. He's great and Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. He's still still an icon. Yeah. It's a good year for Michael actually. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talking of adorable people that you cast in uh, in characters that maybe are a bit <laughs> troublesome a la Alan Rickman in Love Actually should we get to our future yes. presentation Alan Rickman the most it. adorable actor I think for it's James for James, James. James. alright <laughs> feature presentation He's so famous for being a puppy dog actor. I He's think not at all villain coded. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> truly, everybody loves Alan Rickman. Yeah, like, no, no. I do love him. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's not but adorable. His, but his I don't think he's. A, is I don't not think he's famous thing. for playing villain. I don't yeah. think that being but adorable and being who beloved. Is, who is maybe the most loved character out of Harry Potter? Snape's up there, I think. Yeah, for yeah. like fucking deranged people. Cells. Yeah. Also, James we're not is a talking about. Wife, we're not, and we're, we're gonna just. We're not giving our time to Harry here. Potter. Um, yes. No. Yeah. No. Charlie. What are you, Swordburn? We need to save that ear time for discussing like how great Jeff Bezos is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, the, it's a big one. It's 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 our Christmas tradition. Yeah. It is. And it's. It love, is, I think this has been a long time coming. It and has I think, been. And I think we like it. Sort of felt like the obvious choice it doing did. love actually, yeah. and we. I really, for me personally, I really fought against it for a long time. We, yeah, we had to like steer ourselves away. I think I think love actually felt um, over discussed, and yeah. like it's mm-hmm. just like it's um, you know who needs to say anything more about love actually? Everyone's already said it. Um, and but then I thought about it a bit, and I was like, okay, this podcast is about mixed bags, and what is more mixed than a movie with a whole bunch of storylines, yeah. some of which very good, and some of which mm, not good. Bad That's also the iconic um, Christmas mixed bag, you know, like exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. It Everyone is... has a different opinion. On yeah, it. and I think that's a really important lesson to life. That like you know sometimes you don't want to do something just because it seems like the obvious choice, and you you know which you know often the obvious choice is the wrong one but sometimes the obvious choice is obvious for a reason yeah, yeah. look and and we're like what four years into I, this we podcast? are we are oh, years and years into this podcast we started... years can you believe it <laughs> yeah. wow. um, so i think you might as well also, also this is you know love actually is 20 year anniversary Today, oh, today. <laughs> today, actually. Well, probably. I mean, coming up, like this but yeah, year. But like this year, it might have yeah. passed. Honestly, I don't know when it was I don't released. Know. Look, but probably around Christmas. Honestly, yeah, but like it could have been released in November. It might have been yeah. Released. Yeah. November. maybe it is. We should look it up. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we are well, while you guys the are looking it up, red and green whale. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have a whale actually, time actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so uh, what's everybody's previous experience with this film it's passed we oh. missed it R.I.P. Yeah. it was the 14th 
Oh, no, that's pretty go. close. Well, yeah. yeah. Nobody knows All exactly right. what date we were recording. I'm going to say what my my. Oh, no, we did literally us. say the date. <laughs> I'm going to say what my relationship with the film is okay. before we get distracted. And <laughs> 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 I mean, talked over with this nonsense detail. I, I think your l- listeners love this, like, real snappy, like, r- listen to it in 20 minutes podcast that we Truly. Um, so I first watched this film when my dad went to Taiwan and came back with like a pirated version of it mm. which um, we had many Lock of those in my household um, and the version we had was the TV edit oh. so it didn't have uh, the Lime Jack and Judy storyline yeah. mm. um, so I watched it you know a couple times with my fam at that you know as a child uh, and then yeah at some point in my adult life watched it again and was like what the fuck <laughs> just because i had no idea that that section was in there um yeah, and yeah. so it was it was quite surprising <laughs> that there was a whole other excised storyline and nudity that had been cut out of the um yeah the television edit i think that's a, yeah a common experience because yeah. yeah not only is it like yeah for some asian countries it was cut like yeah, yeah. tv tv version mm. so mm. a lot of time you're like what there is there is some nudity here. There's <laughs> yeah. sexual positions being replicated. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a similar kind of experience, one with that um, nudity, uh, and then also it was just kind of always on. Um, mm. And Christmas is always so much time on TV, so I've seen it a lot of times. And obviously I am a big fan of these um, old British established artists all the all the like your the, the, the dot 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 the ellipses yeah between those words. all your all your comfy whites um <laughs> uh your hugh grants and your colin first doing uh the impressions of them he's got the calendar of them yeah i've got to buy a new 2024 comfy whites Sick. calendar yeah. <laughs> yeah although i discovered a new comfy white with bill nye this year oh yeah where when it was not this year but when it was dropped i was like ah oh, who's this another one to add to my collection um and sorry then, are you saying you discovered bill nye this year no uh, the year that i watched it i'm casting oh, lines back sorry. I was saying. um <laughs> yeah but he hadn't reached his final form. Um, talking of, you know, he was in <laughs> Detective Pikachu where we talk about final yes, forms. Yeah. I think true. this is his first form. But then I think you get the next level is Davy Jones where he's like models mm. up. But his final form is freaking out at Kate Blanchett. You oh, deal no, with it! No, it's on a scandal. Yeah, well, he... All of these movies are quite early on in the 2000s yeah. like yeah well he's not really giving him space to evolve over evolved. the decades that his yeah. career and then has he de-evolved for. with the boat that rocked no he's fine he's fine the boat that rocked um yeah. don't think you understand okay. how pokemon works yeah. no so, i don't no truly. james famously or never evolution. watched pokemon and he doesn't know how it works. but if you haven't seen notes on a scandal we must do uh, it next year like you trying to fuck me barbara yeah, yeah. you're trying to fuck it's you so can't mixed. do notes on a scandal it's not a mixed bag it's oh. a perfect uh, movie yeah so i don't know good. if it's a mixed bag it's just a good movie <laughs> the accidental brush of a bus conductor's hands and a jolt of longing straight to my loins. Like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, integral part of that film, Bill Nye. We don't have a dame in this film, except for Dame M, who will become a dame later on. Later. Yeah. And another a dame. one mm. final part of Give Love, actually. Mm. Give her time. Um, no, no, Emma is a dame, but like she, she wasn't no a dame at the time. Yeah, and I'm saying give Kira time. Yeah. 
We've given yeah, her five she, nights already. Well, she will be, but I'm no, just that's, saying that's, this. She can't retroactively become yeah. a dame in the film, is what yeah, Matt's so saying. No, no retroactive dames. dames in this film. Oh, yeah, mean, but you said there's no one future dame, and I said more no. possible. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. I don't think I've said anything that disagrees with anything you have said. No, okay. We um, cast interpreted it differently. Yeah. One final thing. The soundtrack of this movie, because I famously collected um, movie soundtracks. Oh, Austin Powers 2, this by who's Shag Me, Goldmember. Goldmember. Bangers! The shit. Bangers! Work it out by Beyonce. It is, it is. James has played yeah. it to me and I was like, okay, I gotta this admit, is this great. is a pretty good soundtrack. Yeah. I, I constantly think of the song that's like... Beautiful Stranger um, by Madonna. There was, he's like... Um, uh, he had the Midas touch, but he touched it too, too much. much. Hey, hey gold member. member. <laughs> I think about that constantly. That's beautiful. It's Beyonce so killed. Um, but the Love Actually soundtrack has so many bangers. We got Sugar Babes. We got Ugh. Jump for My Love. We've got like if um, the the Dido song, Joni Mitchell. Mm. Like so Mariah? many bangers. Yeah, Mariah. Mariah. Um, what's the Bill Nye song? Yeah, Christmas uh, is all around. Christmas is all around. Like Catch a Falling Star and yeah, put yeah. it in my pocket. Well, I mean, where, um, where would I be? Good King Wenceslas. Yeah, <laughs> it's performed by the it's, it's like it's like God only knows. It's one song away from being a musical. Like the song absolutely. This, yeah. this I'm show actually is, so surprised yeah. that they haven't done a musical adaptation they of this yet. Oh, Not that should. I want people to do more musical adaptations because it's the it's incredibly lazy place that big budget musicals are at right now. But extremely surprising that Love Actually hasn't been adapted. There was there was one I thought of today as well. Some multi on a podcast. Shakespeare in Love as a musical. No, no, no. Surprising that they haven't. I know. I feel like they've already done like Anne Juliet. They've already done. There's already too many. I don't. There's already too many Shakespeare musicals. I don't think that they should. But I feel like it's surprising they haven't. Imagine Elizabeth the first in her one song. Everyone will be wow. Oh, she's like the she's like the King George. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. writes the stuff. You get the Ben Affleck role. He'd be hot stuff. Yeah. Is yeah. that jukebox? I think. It's, no, I think no. you need an original for that. Original. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Love actually, you could do as a you could do as a jukebox maybe. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's like you have to do it as like either a jukebox or a semi jukebox because it's already got so many iconic forms that uh, yeah. iconic songs that people would be upset if they weren't in the musical yeah, adaptation. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just for Love Actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you have Shakespeare and Love beating out some other Tony. And it wins best Tony, and then it's a repeat. Wins best Tony. <laughs> wins best, best ever Tony. Hey, hey, Colette is still alive. <laughs> it wins best musical, and then Save It Private Ryan, the musical, the mus- loses out. Well, I was rooting for the Thin Red Line, the musical. Actually. Oh, nice. Anyway, so. all right. Uh, what, what have you guys seen this film before? Uh, I saw this a lot as a kid. I actually came to this later than most people. Oh. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe like a couple of years later. Mm. But it was always on three. Yeah. So famous. TV Famously, show. the, the famous, t- TV, famous channel. TV channel. Honestly, <laughs> three's up there. I would say it's in my top. It's in my top of three. Th- four. <laughs> <laughs> of the three, probably the coolest out of the three. Two is like pretty two cool. Pretty cool. Hard two, to yeah, are we one counting, is definitely the worst. Are we counting I'm, I'm a TV and Z loyalist till yeah. I die. Is C4? What is in one? That's old people. Is C4 shit. included it's in mature. this? There's it's mature. Do- there's great documentary on, on Country one. calendar. Sunday Night Theatre. Are we talking Are we talking about where it's at now or where it was? Because three was We don't watch TV channels now. We don't know. sometimes. Okay, Brad. I watch on Just Fortune. It had like... Other stuff. Tell oh, me more. Cool. Tell me it's more. On. I can't remember. No, we okay. have to move on. Yeah, We've got to anyways, move on, please. Um, I really love this film. 
when I was younger, especially the Mike and Juliet storyline. Who they? <laughs> Kira and Andrew Lincoln. Thank oh you. yeah, it's just for the which we, as we established before, was a classic Matt storyline. Yeah, absolutely. It's Matt so Matt really coded. shaped Matt's childhood <laughs> understanding of love. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps for the worse, we'll we'll, we'll discover that. I think we'll I think discuss. I think I think over the course of this podcast, like we need to work out like what each of our storylines is. Yeah. I think yeah. that's definitely Matt's one. That's Matt's one. Yeah. Yeah. and we'll we'll find the others. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, no rush. But I don't know. I just really liked it. I. Famously, as I said, on my Facebook, um, one of my cover photos was the photo of young Sam and uh, Joanna sharing a kiss on the cheek. Cause I, I would say cute. that it is deranged. <laughs> what was your cover photo? I don't know. I don't know. Me I don't and my friends? Everyone. What are you talking no, about? I, th- I think it's incredibly <laughs> brave to admit whatever your cover photo was yeah. from however many years. Look, so. it's a nostalgia hit, okay? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed, I also really enjoyed the songs and the storylines and I'm sure I'll, f- you know, I know this movie like the back of my head, apparently, despite not having seen it for like five, six years now. Um, it's baked in. It is baked mm. in. It's in there, actually. Lucas, over to you. Um, this is my history of the film. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I definitely watched it like when I was younger, probably, you know, within a few years of it coming out. And then I've definitely seen it a whole bunch on TV. I feel like it's the type of movie I probably have only watched it full through like once or twice, but I've seen parts of it so many times mm. just from like mm. catching it on TV. I'm like, oh, you watched the last half hour of it or so. Um, so I've definitely seen the last 20 minutes, I would say, more than I've mm. seen the rest mm. of the film mm. by far. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't have any like strong, like formative mer- memories attached to it. I never had any strong opinions of it. I'm a big like. Um, Richard Curtis fan specifically um, for Wings and Inferno is like one of my two favorite movies. Um, so like, but I always felt like this was like his like lesser movie was I guess actually it kind of like I and think, then Yesterday came out. Well, no. I haven't watched Yesterday. No. Okay. I think that's also why we really liked it because it's a Christmas romantic comedy and there's not yeah. a lot of those. Like I think I just I think I started to dislike it a lot because it was so populist it's so like you know it's everyone's favorite favorite christmas movie it gets yeah. talked about so often it gets parodies so often mm. as you know as we said at the start of the podcast when um we were choosing whether or not to do this film like it just felt like it's been talked about so much so mm. it just kind of like you know by that kind of like you know um you know that natural urge we all have to hate things that everyone else likes i kind of hated it for that reason Mm, mm. also when i found out that there was a gay subplot that got cut i got mad yeah it's very understandable but if i hated all media that came out um that had gay things cut from it um you know there'd be very a lot of popular media that you would be (laughs) having to hate i have a tiny little activity just it'll take only a second i would like you and listener you can participate at home I'd like you to close your eyes right now. And now I want you to just think love actually. And what's the image? What's like the scene or like the character that like leaps to your mind? Oh, I'm like thinking the, the poster. poster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. oh the no, ribbon. It's, it's, yeah, the red it's, ribbon it's, and the, it's the, the, the cards. The thing. It's you think the of the cards? It's, the it's, the cards. it's, it's absolutely. Yeah. That's the most iconic mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. I guess so. I'm like, I'm so, I guess the, the deeper intentions behind this is like, what is your scene? Like, what's your oh, storyline that you like? No, no, I don't think that's how that's, it works. Okay, I don't think that's what yeah. I think for me, it's like... Reveals. <laughs> Liam with his son, I think. I don't know. I, I, I think this isn't my favourite scene. This isn't my, like, like one I connect with the most. But I think the most, like, famous scene is the, like... Um, 
uh, say it's Christmas Carol, um, say it's, say it's yeah. Carol, Carol Singers, say it's Carol Singers um, holding up the cards. I think it's just like it's the one that's parodied the most. It's the yeah. one that's sort of like mm. it's like it's the film's like biggest impact on like um, Pop popular culture. culture I would yeah. say yeah. is that scene. Like I think like you know I've seen people do that in like you know all sorts of contexts. Like Bob Dylan did it first. Sure, but like it's always now known Sorry, as, yeah. as like the thing from Love Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I love how we responded to you very straight. We were like, <laughs> okay. Day Panabaker stand over here is thinking. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, I'm not. I don't have any personal like strong feelings about that scene. I mean, yeah. it is pretty. It feels like you have to put yourself back in that headspace 2003 and you've never seen that really done before. Sorry, Bob Dylan. Um, and it would be like quite iconic, but now it feels kind of redundant because we've seen it parodied so yeah, often. Yeah. We've got so many iconic scenes in this film, but we can talk about them. We'll talk about them in a bit. First, yeah. we've got to tell everybody what happens in the film. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it's Lucas's time to it. And I am actually going to give you my headphones because we have now this got is... additional countdown sound. Wow. 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 Part of it. So the headphones Lucas did not come prepared and did not bring his headphones. Um, I never really, I've done this podcast many Many times. I know, and but we've every changed time it brought, up. We've every time it. I've bought headphones, and every single time I have thought, "Why did I bother bringing headphones? That was well, unnecessary." This is about to blow. Like, your mind. if you didn't know, we all do this in one room, so it's like I don't need headphones don't know, to hear the rest of them. It changes the. It's just to check if you're angling towards the mic. You know, I can't tell. Yeah, no, because been... I can hear myself <laughs> through my own head more than I can hear it through the microphone that's linked to these headphones. So. All right. Anyway, but it's time to get to movie okay, wait, wait, in a wait, minute. Wait. Okay, I'm gonna get the right and, know, um, space for this. Yeah. So when it, the music gets really intense, that's halfway. Um, I'll let you know the at 15 seconds where there is movie in a minute for Love Actually, starting from now. Okay, Love Actually is a Christmas set rom-com with a large ensemble cast um, with multiple storylines happening. We've got um, uh, affairs, we've got um, we've got office place romances, 45. we've got love between parents and children, we've got all sorts of things. Um, they are all interconnect, um, everyone's someone's brother, someone's friends, they all kind of um, start together, start veer apart and then come back together at the end to be, um, to show how love in its many forms and how Christmas really is the season of love and love actually is all around. You've got a lot of time. Um, what else happens? Rowan Atkinson's there. Maybe he's a angel or something. Um, we don't know. Um, what else happens? Uh, Joni Mitchell plays, and I cried a little. And that is Love Actually by Richard Curtis, <laughs> starring Emma Thompson. Hugh Grant. Just Tom. Emma Thompson. Okay. Emma Thompson and Hugh Grant, the two who fall in love, famously. Um... I, don't, I think I would have done the same thing. I was slated to do that, but I would have done the specific story. Yeah, I would have tried to just go through okay. each storyline. So line. you expect me to explain the story of the movie? Wow, just... bold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so just quickly, what do we have? What do we okay, have? so this maybe we can rank the storylines yeah. here. Or, just, or, or at least by, by, we'll by, discuss by, them all. So I've got, I, I had to open up on Wikipedia because okay. it was hard to keep track of them all. So we've got... Hugh uh, Grant and... Oh, sorry, no, you go. Yeah, so we, we've got Hugh Grant is the Prime Minister, Minister. and mm -hmm. he's falling in love with his tea lady. Yeah. Uh, who is... Martine McCutcheon. Martine McCutcheon. Bill Nye is an ageing rock star who is trying to get his shitty Christmas song to number one. Yeah. And, and uh, hanging out with his manager, who real he realises he actually loves. Deeply. Yeah. In a gay way. But he... Um, yeah. he Supposedly in a straight way, but... but mm, he, always bag, he always bags on him as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Enemies to lovers. Uh, 
Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman are married uh, with kids. Um, Alan Rickman is having an emotional affair with his secretary and yeah. buys her a Christmas present. Um, Laura Linney works at the office and she is yeah. in love with, I've forgotten his name. Hot Carl. The hottest man alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, she can't be with him because he, she has a disabled brother. She has a brother. disabled brother that she has to care for. Yeah. And, and for some reason, and they that's can't, as, they that's can't as much have, as that that's, plot that's was given. Yeah. So, um, Colin Firth, as uh, his wife was sleeping with his brother, mm-hmm. or his girlfriend was sleeping Rough. with his brother, or whatever the relationship was. Um, so he's moved to. So he goes on a writer's retreat in France, and he has a Portuguese uh, hel- uh, housekeeper, yeah. assistant yeah, housekeeper, person. Yeah. They don't speak the same language, but they feel a connection. Mm. Um, and then they both go to learn each other's languages so that they can be together at the end. Mm-hmm. Colin wants to get laid, so he goes to America. Not first. Different Colin. Yeah, uh, he's yeah a, the yeah. actor Colin. Um, I mean, sorry, the, no, character, the character Colin. Colin. Uh, Liam Neeson, his wife has died. Uh, he's got a stepson. We learned. I thought it was. His, I always thought it was his son, um, who is in love with one of his classmates, and he decides to learn the drums so that he can accompany her uh, in a performance of All I Want for Christmas Is You. And then he's run through the airport to confess his feelings before she leaves. He's got Mike and Juliet. Yes, we have two uh, body doubles for nude scenes in movies yeah. that kind of like get to know each other over the course of that yeah. work. Um, and go of on the course, over the course of the longest, the longest like, possible like, lighting they took shoot, three weeks to film <laughs> one sex scene. <laughs> that we know, of. it might be multiple sex scenes. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Uh, it was in the same location. It's in the same location. Yeah. Um, um, so Mark and Juliet is a, is the Kira Knightley and Chiwetel Ejiofor and, yeah. and Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. So was, yeah, there yeah. is uh, Kira Knightley has just gotten married to Chiwetel Ejiofor, but his best friend is also in love with her and is making a weird wedding video of her face and yeah. uh, confessing his feelings his to her. Um, yeah. Okay. That might be... Is that us? I'm I running through them. I'm running through them. Cass has counted nine. That's nine? Uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson isn't Rowan really Atkinson in a story. Is, but he's there. Is there. <laughs> doing some business. Of, uh, doing some business. Yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we've got it all... Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got it all. Yeah, sweet. That's ten, Woo! including well, Rowan nine. Atkinson. And so I'd say nine because I don't think we should yeah, include yeah, yeah. him. Because yeah. Rowan's in the Alan Rickman Emma Thompson story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nine, like, also nine the, actually. The Sam and um, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think so. You were saying so. Like, let's talk about the stuff that's cut because it's kind of interesting momentarily. He was meant to be a larger role. He was maybe an angel kind of figure. Yeah, yeah. So he has two small roles in the film. One, he takes a very long time wrapping a present, um, <coughs> in which kind of uh, ends up stopping uh, Alan Rickman from buying this necklace for the... Discreetly buying Discreetly buying necklace for this uh, other woman, which Mm. leads Emma Thompson to start wondering about him buying jewellery. So then when he does go and buy it, she's checking it out. He effectively saves Um, their marriage, basically. Supposedly, yeah. Well, is attempting to, or at least, like, helps her discover the truth of what's happening. Um, And uh, he also is at the airport and blocks the view of a little little boy running through the security um, (laughs) with his big coat. And go say that he loves loves his classmates. um, So, apparently, the original intention was for Rowan Atkinson to be in lots of the storylines throughout doing things like that, where he was randomly in a, helping, in a place helping love happen in a yeah, form, so. uh, making the plots happen in various ways and it was meant to be an angel um, but yeah. then that 
didn't happen. Also, the boy was supposed to be the boy who's in love with this Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey singing star. Um, <laughs> gosh, tongue twister. Mariah Carey, I thought you were saying. Mariah Carey yeah. singing star. Um, <laughs> singing star. <laughs> <laughs> um, you warm up before you finish. Yeah, yeah, he was originally a gymnast, and he does. You got to look it up. He does yeah. gymnast yeah. tricks throughout the airport. Throughout the airport, and it's a grown through. man it's, doing. It's a grown man body double. Body it's double. really funny. And then the cut. Um, storyline. What do we know about there it? There was a storyline about um, a lesbian couple, uh, one of which was dying of cancer, I believe, and yeah. Frances de la Tour. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she was one dying or if she was the other one, but I think she was um, the. But one of them was the principal at the school mm. that they all kind mm. of um, meet at at the end. So yeah. that was how it connected to the other ones. Um, yeah, so it was kind of like the only queer storyline. I, I think it was filmed, but yeah, it didn't make the cut. Mm. Um, and which is a shame because it is kind of. Um, they would be the only queer, like explicitly mm. queer characters in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and um, it's it is very interesting that like um, you know uh, Richard Curtis is very famous for Four Wings and a Funeral, which has like some very prominent gay characters that mm. came out a few years before yeah. this. Um, also, one of which is also dies in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Richard Curtis does love to kill the gays. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a shame that they cut out these queer characters, funeral. but it also would have been a shame to. I think it's less of a shame to have queer characters where they have the like one of the few sad storylines. Yeah, like I think that's slightly better than having zero queer characters at yeah. all. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially because um, it's quite a lot of like there's gay a lot of jokes. gay jokes in this movie, mm. uh, which is very two thousand and three. Yes. Um, none of them that really shocked me. I think most no, of them. No, they're just were very like, off the ah, time, and you're classic. like, oh, okay, it's funny he kissed a man. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, some of them made me laugh. Some of them, went, yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, so it is a shame that like they were like, let's look at love in its many forms. Uh, and they're all heterosexual, but mm. you know that's two thousand and three for you, baby. Yeah, is yeah. Laura Linney's the only sad storyline? Uh, well, I, I mean, think, Alan Rickman. I think you have Alan Rickman oh, and Emma yeah. Thompson, which leaves yeah. on a bittersweet like yeah. note yeah. of like they stay together, but it's but definitely it's yeah. forever altered their marriage. Well, yeah, 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 she yeah. says it's a little bit worse. Um, yeah, but yeah, the Laura Linney one is so frustrating because it's like. I get that you want to have a storyline where it doesn't yeah. work out, too, but like they really don't put enough um, work yeah. into that story to really explain why she shouldn't be able to still end up this guy, even yeah. though he disrupted, yeah. even though one yeah. of the evenings one together time was disrupted they got by her brother. By a guy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I still anyway. live in hope that they got together um, and that she got to see that body again. Yeah. We will highlight just, we of will, the movie is We will discuss this body. more <laughs> before we, uh, but we've got to well, get through our segments before yeah, we... Yeah, talking um, of that body, I think it's time for us to get to our hottest section, hot butter. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, pro- pro- we can all agree it's Carl. him, and then we <laughs> can just yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to the next section. I don't have much to explain here. I actually, He's I, incredible. Oh, 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 I had oh. a big crush on my team McCutcheon on this viewing. It just kind of, like, surprised me. Okay. Just because I right. was like... I I'll, I'll give you that. She didn't register to me. Yeah. Natalie? Natalie, yeah. yeah. She didn't register to me growing up, but now I was like... You're like, hmm. She's very cute. She also didn't register to me growing up. <laughs> she's dead. As did I'm... many women. <laughs> yeah. No, she's she's beautiful. Great. Yeah, she's really yeah, she's I agree with you as well. I'm still I'm going with Lucas on I mean I'm only too but I mean, to be you know she's <laughs> gorgeous. This is classic. Like Rodrigo Santora is a fuck and my yeah. McCutcheon is a Mary. Like True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um and who's no, and like know. God bless them for like letting him just like sit around his underwear like while yeah, yeah. like oh man mm. 
He's got about they put li- him in a he's really... got four lines in this film. He is really there as I can. Yeah, yeah. They put him in like a really ugly outfit with really ugly glasses, and it's about like, oh, why did they like make him less hot? But then he gets to take all those things off. Mm, and yeah. Just, like, yeah. And then, though to be fair, those were the glasses yeah. of that era. Like, that oh, was yeah, yeah, very yeah. much Absolutely. the glasses people as you were said, wearing. Yeah, the twist. He's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> not, 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 not a twist. twist. We know. Exactly. Yeah. We knew. Really, yeah. she's all that moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Alright, let's move on yeah. to our final segment before we get to Balls of Bananas. The titular role. There is no role of the Tempest. It is the titular role. No. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> what segments is? The titular role. We discussed the, the title. Oh. Well, actually. Um, I think it's a good title. I think it's quite good. It is good. I, I think front-loading I... that monologue with love actually is all around, so you understand, like... Why, why it's called that yeah. um, is very smart because I think by itself with no context it's like love actually like it's become yeah. so synonymous with culture that we we mm. just know what it is yeah. but it, I think I think that's quite smart that they do that right at the top of the movie I think if you did that exact same monologue at the end you would get a big groan when that happens yeah. 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 but like they they start with explaining the title and I think mm. that kind of like takes away the kind of like eye roll of like actually mm. having to explain it Yeah. Um, I also think that like it's it, the it's such a British title, Love Actually. Like that song, like yeah. it just sort of Love like actually. it encapsulates the like yeah. tone of the movie and the way the yeah. characters speak so perfectly that like I think it is just it, it is quite iconic, yeah. And mm. I think it, it's it is one of those titles that like you know gets referenced a lot and and you 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 see people make titles in that same thing mm. of some of blank actually in mm. reference to this movie and it's like you know well, it's it's like it's, it's like Too Fast Too Furious it's like it's great. like yeah, it's yeah. created a title structure. The comma yeah, shouldn't yeah. be there though, right? No, because oh. love actually, actually is, is all, all around. around. No comma. Yeah, well, there isn't a, co- a comma. Yeah, isn't there? No, there's oh. no comma. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so actually, I really like checking. it because if this was made now, it would just be called Merry Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> which is shit. Yeah. Like, Valentine's Day. Yuck. No, I, I bet somebody be was Eve, somebody yeah. was pushing to call this Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, and one somebody of the, one, was some, someone, producer some producer was producer, saying like yeah. we should just call it. Don't have anything about Christmas in the title. People are gonna think it's a Valentine's Day movie. It's yeah. gonna be so confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that happening. That meeting. Yeah. So yeah. love actually is like you know it's a Christmas film, but it's not like there doesn't have to have Christmas in there. There's no like love yeah. is love for Christmas yeah. <laughs> like Hallmark style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Right. And it, it also answers like what is Christmas all about love actually mm, that's nice yeah. see whenever anyone oh, says it though they're chucking in the pause so as a culture we believe there's a comma but there is no comma but if you're taking it from love what? actually is all around yeah, yeah but, but no... we're using it as like love actually yeah but that's kind of like how it evolved yeah, yeah. I think that's just like kind of like the bland words I think that's putting just a like, comma in the... there would be a little bit too precious yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's just like I based think, on a novel push I agree yeah. dot 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 you know uh, what's the one saying dot 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 say anything, say anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no too precious it's pretty hard to pull off tick 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 dot 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 <laughs> whatever although you know who wins it Oliver exclamation mark yeah. Oh, oh, an exclamation Oliver? mark is Oliver? always a win. Yeah, yeah it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mamma Mia. Yeah. yeah, I think anything other than an exclamation mark is hard to call. Or a question mark. Question, question mark. mark. Yeah. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? They shoot I horses, am. don't they? Yeah. yeah. They shoot horses, don't they? So good. Question what mark. a title. Who framed Roger Rabbit does not have one. It should. Oh. It should. Yeah. yeah. It's a statement. Yeah. We know, it's going to tell you who framed, who framed Roger Rabbit. Who <laughs> this is who framed Roger Rabbit. He's in there. It was Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. All right. Actually. Bottles. Yeah, it's bottles. a bottle for me. Ring a ring. Are the good, good ones? ones. <sighs> so hard to remember. Okay, so 
good things. Cast is pretty good. There the is cast some, is really good. There is some fantastic acting in this. Emma Thompson, yeah. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson is the, one of the best actors alive. My God. Like she, you well, know, she and gets, you know it. You're, like, you're yeah. aware that this is an iconic set, but like just she, watching it again, she, I can't, yeah. you're she, an awe of an icon yeah. and like, the master of your craft. I think, because like the tricky thing with doing a film like this is that you like each storyline gets so little time because mm. of how many stories. There's nine storylines. Yeah. It's a, it's a longish movie, but it's not like crazy long. Yeah. yeah. And so you only get like maybe three scenes or something per storyline for like and a minor storyline the major ones get a bit more but even yeah. they don't get a lot of time yeah. to mm. really go through these stories so like you especially for like one, some of the more like nuanced complicated ones like the Emma Thompson one like with a lesser actor that storyline doesn't work no. like it, it gets mm. like it's get, it gets made black and white so easily she like puts so much like uh, emotion and nuance and like grey area to that story that oh. makes it like like one of the highlights of the movies. Yeah, yeah. She's having to like underplay I said movies, like, and I stand by that. It's a highlight of all. Yeah. Movies. It's a highlight all of cinema. <laughs> well, she's well, having to underplay. It should all be the time. in the end of Babylon when she's, they do the big montage. Yeah, Emma Thompson cries. Emma Thompson. If the Navi can be in there, she's kind of operating on movie star mode for most of it. It's like she's playing her screen persona of like mm. just like you're comfortable with this. Yeah. yeah. And then she has that moment, and you're like, yeah. oh, actress. I don't think it's just that moment though, because like one, you need to buy that they've been together for like 12 years which i think like their friendship helps a lot with that mm. but then she's always having to be like oh yeah totally like she's always like she's always suspecting and then like trying to hide it and be like oh no i'm sure mm. it's fine and then i think those are incrementally building to that Joni mitchell moment but um yeah I, i'd say it's yeah, yeah. Throughout, it's great i just want to say like this is kind of like a, a bit of an off topic from this point but just, this point just reminded me of that something which I think is really clever about this movie is that because you have all these links between all the characters that mm. like oh like Emma Thompson is um, the brother I'm sorry her brother is Hugh Grant and her mm. best friend is Liam Neeson's character and you have all mm. these links between them it gives like some extra depth to all the characters like yeah. Emma Thompson yeah. isn't yeah. just Alan Rickman's I... wife she also gets to be the supportive friend for yeah. um, Liam yeah. Neeson she also I... gets like have a fun sister moment with or a couple sister moments with Hugh Grant mm. so like you and like this happens throughout, so it gives everyone like a little bit more depth, a little bit more nuance, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit. You see different sides of them because you have all these links. That I was made. gonna say that as one of my bottles is that <laughs> I really like the structure of this film, mm. because yeah, it does like the interconnectedness. That's not an easy thing to. Also, pull the off. fact that we were able to say what happened in all of the storylines yeah. and just go exactly. through them all and say that like is mm. it's it's kind of secretly a huge feat, yeah. like yeah. to make this coherent because and also following also, these emotional arcs like the children really of this movie I think I've only seen Vi- Valentine's Day or maybe New Year's Eve one of them I've mm. only seen one of them the children of this movie I love yeah, the movie is inspired Mother's by Day. this movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but they're not interconnected right they're just like they just I've never seen those movies yeah I, I've seen one of them and I know it's like oh they're not interconnected maybe a couple of them are mm. but not all of them kind of like interconnect with right. each other they're kind yeah. of just so, ensemble that's not that's who's, who makes those movies I don't remember you know Gary what they're connected by Gary Marshall the, Gary yes Marshall. Gary the Marshall. day Valentine's the day. day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in the title. But, but no, yeah. yeah, right. That's yeah, yeah. There's a lot of skill in, in making this movie work. Um, in making it like <clears throat> both, like it's skill in that it, it, they've made it at all comprehensible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's skill that they've also that even with that 
that format like strengthens all the storylines. But even like Outliers, like the Billy Mac storyline, he's playing in the yeah. airport at the end mm. to you know. allow Sam to like go to Joanna. Yeah. Or, like the mm. Mark... or he inspires Sam to start the drums. Yes, like that's yes, the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And then Mark's mm. gallery is the venue for where the emotional cheating kind of happens. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's a lot, you yeah. know, but it's they've jam packed it with the details. But yeah, to go back on the acting, yeah, Emma Thompson is great. I also found Laura Linney really moving. And yeah, Laura she Linney has a very hard job incredible. to do, and she's really good. <laughs> she's incredible. I love Laura Linney. She's got like we had the subtitles on, and sometimes you're like looking ahead to see what a line is, and yeah. I was like, I don't know how she's gonna pull that off, yeah, but she yeah, does. She does. My little darling. little darling. Yeah. Also, I want to say the the Laura Linney story because yeah. I think it's so good. There's like I, I. This may not be true, but this is the story that I've heard that the um, that Richard Curtis and the casting director are really struggling to cast this role, and um, the casting director keeps suggesting um, actors, um, and Richard Curtis was like, no, 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 not that person, and he kept saying, no, I, it, she needs to be more like Laura Linney. She needs to be like a Laura Linney type, and the casting director was like, well, why don't we just get Laura Linney then? And that's how Laura Linney was cast. <laughs> I um, love it because Laura Linney was not that big of a name. Not a type, person. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also like. It's it's also why she's one of the like yeah. few non English people in the role. She's yeah. one of the few American actors in this movie, um, and it's just you know I just think it's a funny story, and it just sort of speaks to how like like great Laura Linney is that she's kind of like singular, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that no Laura one can Linney, no one can really do what one Laura of our Linney best does. really. Um, I think a lot of them like they really trade on the strength of some of it. Like Hugh Grant is charming as always so he's, in, he's in just yeah. in classic Hugh Grant yeah. mode and, here and so is and, Colin yeah. Firth yeah. in his role Both. And, and, um, and even Liam Neeson gets that Liam Neeson has some so great good. moments oh, in this he's, like oh his he funeral often, scene he I doesn't was like, often Oof. get to be like the lovable guy yeah, yeah. Well, it's because he turned into this action star weirdly yeah. like yeah. Yeah. really strange time to take him no but yeah. even around then he was always he was always quite stoic like yeah. you yeah. think of like um uh, I was going to say Lord of the Rings, not that Shindless one. Um, Star Wars, Schindler's yeah. List. He's always very stoic, very serious, yeah, very. You know, he doesn't Craft, often get to be like yeah. a little like wholesome and you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. Which also, is refreshing. I guess you get it's a, bit, very refreshing to a see. bit of emotion, obviously, with Schindler with his like. But, I, I could have uh, said one more, but yeah, as you say, it's not the same. But it's very serious compared yeah, to yeah, right. Being fun, screen presence jumped out at me. Like mm. he's just a big man. Like he's yeah. tall. <laughs> well, not just that, but like he speaks and it's like yeah, it feels like it reverberates. He's Aslan, bitch. You know, like he's got that voice. Yeah. He's Zeus. He's Zeus. <laughs> he's Zeus. He's he's married to Viola Davis and widows. Yeah. Um, Three iconic roles. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know his name. Um, um, yeah, I think like he is super super charming and like inspiring his stepson, son, you know, um, with like the movies and hanging out and just like yeah, it's just really nice seeing him yeah. being a wholesome guy. It is like a very good like depiction of like a father son relationship and it's yeah. just it's really wholesome. Mm. It's just real. Like, ah, oh, you know, it's good parenting. Mm. Yeah. 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 And he saw, I, I, that was one thing I did think about that storyline is that when the stepson comes forward and is like, okay, this is the issue I'm there having like with the skill at school. Like, this is how I feel. Like he takes the issue ser- seriously. Yeah. He like really He doesn't like, dismiss like, no, oh, you'll, you've just got to crash. You'll yeah, get over yeah. it. He's, He's like, like, no, this is for, for, a, for an 11 year old. This is like the most important thing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to treat it with the, the seriousness, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to push the son to do anything that he doesn't want to do or like, you know, or, or try and like, you know, say that it's, you know, to push him away mm. from doing anything. He just like supports the son and his process and I think that's lovely. Yeah. And I think it's great that he's the stepdad because it's just that like 
player mm. apart mm. from being a dad that's like you have to connect with this boy there's no natural connection yeah yeah necessarily mm. yeah but you, you've both he hasn't raised this kid person. from birth yeah. but you know mm. he's mm. now so, so that like, makes so like the moments like the titanic and like give, getting him to go through the airport mm. yeah and all the more strengthened with the knowledge that they're like grieving you know together mm. the, yeah grieving together the same the same yeah yeah joanna Joanna, which is the strangest plot point. Very strange plot point. None of us have noticed before. Is that that the crush has the same name as the dead mom, which uh, sounds like a psychological issue for this boy. uh, He's going to need therapy later. And that's that's okay. You know? (laughs) He was going to need therapy anyway. He lost his mother at a very young age. Um, I really enjoyed the um, the John and Judy sections as well. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. Because I remember when I was a kid, that was a... Like Look, fight. it's not a very kid-friendly yeah, section of the film. Yeah, it's a freeze moment. When you're watching it with your family, you kind of freeze. Because yeah. you're like, yeah. I just want this to be it's over. so embarrassing. So we yeah. can go to the next yeah. scene. But the whole point of those kind of yeah. gags, which is kind of lost as a child because you're so mortified, usually seeing your parents, yeah. is that it's a very like wholesome, consensual kind of relationship when they're doing these you know explicit acts and where they're like oh well all the traffic was awful and stuff while they're like yeah, yeah and they're also that they're very sex. shy and yeah. like kind yeah. of and really sort of and polite when, yeah when he, when he has to like fondle her for the shot he like warms his well, he, he firstly asks, he asks, he asks if it's okay and then he warms up his hands it's, <laughs> it's very sweet yeah it's um I mean, it's it's 2003. Intimacy corners hadn't been invented yet, so uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, him asking for her consent is the best we can get. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, this is I have to speak my truth, okay. and I just have to say, obviously, the Mark and Juliet storyline. Um, <laughs> Controversial, but I still loved it. Especially the iconic scene. Not the not the, the card scene. Oh, okay. But Kira. <laughs> Look, this is James Kira this is this scene. is Matt's audition monologue. Yeah. Yeah. I just discovered this. I had forgotten that there was a joke or like not even I don't know if it's a joke really, but when Laura Linney mistakenly thinks that Andrew Lincoln is in love with Chiwetel Ejiofor. for yeah. I was like, damn, that would have been a better storyline. Yes. Like, imagine that. Like, and also, like, it just, it, it would have added, like, a little bit more interesting, like, nuance and a little bit more heartbreak mm, that he's, yeah. like, this, you know, closeted or just, like, this queer guy who's in love with his straight best friend at his best friend's wedding. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. My, my best friend's wedding vibes. Um, <laughs> but, like... That would be such a better storyline! Oh, my God! And they're aware of it. They even, like... But also... Yeah. Highlight it. I just want to... I'm cheered out to say... I'm so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I look quite pretty. Don't change. Don't change the yeah. script at all. I look quite pretty. Look quite pretty. Oh. oh, thank you, Mark. It's just so glorious, gorgeous. <laughs> and Karen, but Karen I wish does. we could film this. You stayed right quite now, close, didn't you? I, it, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's one of my least favorite storylines. Yeah. Wise, but Kira really eats. Like she's so she, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The journey she takes uh, in that scene. Welcome back, Kira. Obviously. Welcome we've back to the pod. Five nights, yeah. and now it's the, the sixth. sixth. Night, yeah. 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 The sixth night of Christmas. Yeah, and this is like her a, true love gave to her. Aside from yeah. being it like Beckham, like. Where she kind of exploded, right? I mean, that's yeah. the one-two punch, right? Yeah. And then I think it's pirates. the triple punch of pirates. Yeah, pirates. yeah. yeah right. All yeah, those pirates. movies, like in relatively Very quick short. succession, yeah, yeah, yeah kind yeah. of just made her like an Ayla star overnight, really. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And we were saying that she's like seventeen when this is done. I think yeah, she's yeah. she's like eighteen 17, when it comes 18. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's super cool. Which is, crazy. I mean, crazy. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> in terms of in terms of, in terms of casting. And in terms of casting. Fact, they're like, oh yeah, wow. you can play be married to a yeah, this looks normal. Yeah, I do feel bad that he doesn't get 
anything to do. There's nothing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone who's not white does not Don't get much worry. to do yeah. this movie. <laughs> They're sounding it's boards. It's true, but it was also more diverse than I thought it would be. Like, but it's in still a, bad. In a very, very low bar. It's a very yeah. low bar. And I was like, <laughs> it's oh, all okay. The... I feel like if this was made in America, it would not be the case. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It feels no, you would, very... I think if, if it would, you would get like one black couple, yeah. you would yeah. get like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But no, I, I also like the, yeah, as you said, the different um, relationships between them. Like, I really like that Liam Neeson and Emma Thompson are just like a male, man, woman friend. Like, Love there's actually male, a female few friends, male woman friendships like. in this movie. Yep. And also, I think that's a Richard Curtis, um, what I think, I've thought this for a long time, but I think what Richard Curtis does best in all of his movies, which, you know, like, he's known for romantic comedy, so he's known for primarily romantic relationships. But the relationships that he writes best in all of his movies are the friendship relationships. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about Four Wings and Funeral is the friend group. It's the yeah. same for yeah. Notting Hill. The best thing about Notting Hill is the yeah. friend group. Yeah. And, like, the relationships that I think, like, work the best in this movie are the friendly or, like, brother-sister or mm. these non-romantic relationships between mm. them. Like, are the, are, those are the scenes that, like, I think everyone really shines they're the, they have the best dialogue he I, writes really mm. good dialogue between people who aren't in love with it's each other it's funny because yeah. it's not even the di- it's just kind of like the playing it as well because I really yeah. like that because a lesser screenwriter would have had like the Emma Thompson storyline brewing and like mm. having have them like fall in love with each other like mm. later on because they both lost their partners in one way or another mm. yeah know? like and I'm glad that they're just friends. Yeah, no, they're like, just friends and I also yeah I love that that you know two seconds of Emma Thompson and Hugh Grant like yeah. hugging yeah. Mm. Post, like, oh my god yeah and I like the yeah Laura Linney and um, uh, uh, Colin Firth are just the buds of like yeah. Andrew yeah. Lincoln and Chiota Ejia for like they're just at yeah. the wedding hanging out yeah can I this isn't a bottle per se more of a comment less of a question more of a comment um, is when Hugh Grant got introduced in this film and this is we're flashing back to when I first saw it I was quite taken with the fact that he had quite a different hairstyle than what he did and it was the realisation mm. that Hugh Grant beautiful man uh, in other Richard Curtis where he has the floppy hair mm. yeah. I was like Hugh Grant is ageing and he looks different and I, I don't like it and I feel like oh. there was a period of time where Hugh didn't quite fit in with culture well, like was... he's about to enter his fellow period sure. I think mm. with Sarah Jessica Parker and um, oh, all yeah. that we need to talk about we the Morgans. We need to talk about the Morgans. Yeah. And then now he's aged to like music and lyrics. Music, music and, and lyrics. lyrics. Is a good film. <laughs> we should cover it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, two um, weeks notice, you know, oh, like where it's like I he's love still, two weeks notice. He's still got the juice, but I think for me and for a lot of people, it's like, oh, we don't really want to I see guess, you age. I guess the yeah. peak mm. is 1999 with Notting Hill. No, the right? peak. Hugh Grant is him wearing the oversized ah, shirt, the shirt and the tiny shorts and that Incredible. one and the only scene in Four Weddings and a Funeral no. that's not set at a wedding or a funeral. No, I know what you mean. But that's like, I guess, like, that's, that's, but then that's there's also Bridget Jones' diary yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, where he's a total shitbag like and smoking you, a cigarette on And hunting. you know what, mo- what movie knows that that is peak male fashion? Call Me By Your Name knows that yes. tiny shorts, yeah. big shirt is peak male fashion. <laughs> no, I was just saying as a movie star because like after Notting Hill, he kind of subverts that with Bridget Jones, where he plays right. There's a mm, special the scumbag. Oh uh, yeah, that is later. Mm. Mm. It's 2001, 2000. And now he's yeah. in his villain era. Wait, yeah. when was when was Bridget Jones? 2001. Oh, 2001. Yeah. And, and 1999 for Notting. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, and now he's like subverting his image even further. He like looks old now, so he's playing into. Well, now he's just getting stuff. into his character actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And we love that for him. But I yeah. feel like there was a period where it was like. 
like he was trying to figure he, out yeah. where he was at and this feels and like the start I mean for me. never forget when in 1995 he got caught with a sex worker oh, yeah, and right. he kind of just like charmed his way out of yeah. that scandal <laughs> and everybody which forget. is a funny Not, scandal in hindsight because yeah. like by the, today's standard everyone will be like but it is like I, it, I know it, it was a big scandal I think in the 90s. it would still be fairly scandalous but definitely not as big like because no yeah it's like i'm sure like hollywood and oh sex totally work, but that's mm, yeah. more kind of private whereas mm. like you're caught with like a sex worker from the street that's like with an a-list celebrity that's still that's, kind that's, of that's the pretty woman yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. but what do we think about their plot line? Um, so, well, I, oh, sorry, we, Hugh Grant's. Do um, we want to discuss all the plot lines? Just yeah, sort of like, go through them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we've kind of touched on half yeah. of them. I, 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 the, well, we'll talk about the bad things, but overall, I do find it charming, the chemistry mm. between the two of them. Mm. Yeah. Despite the writing being poor yes which we can talk yeah about. yeah like, they i think they're charming they, they, yeah, yeah their chemistry the, together is good yeah, yeah yeah they do have great chemistry which kind of saves it because otherwise it's 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 and it's one of the more uncomfortable yes, storylines i would yeah. say justice by for today's McCutcheon, because this should have been a star is born moment for yeah. she's really good mm. yeah she's so charming she's so sweet she's so, so you talk about rom-com acting as we were yeah. watching this film and she's she's definitely got the rom-com acting mm. down yeah. the, the, the flustered like you know clumsy the flustered cutesy yeah stuff Girl yeah. next door. Mm. Um, I also really enjoyed Colin Firth's storyline. As I enjoyed Pete, his storyline a lot more than yeah. I have in previous watches. Interesting. I, I feel like that's one of my weakest ones. Because I, I, it's always been one of my weakest ones as well. Yeah. But, and I, it it's wasn't my favorite, but I was like, I, so, I enjoyed it more this time. It's so underdeveloped, and it's also the yeah. only one that ends with a marriage proposal. Yeah. <laughs> which is like kind of wild because they have the they have least s- amount of like actual dialogue and connection between each other because of the language barrier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the way they learn each other's languages. That, that I thought oh, was it's cute. It's, it's, just, it's just but a bit of a shock when it ends in a marriage proposal. A marriage proposal yeah. is wild. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I find the stuff with her like, oh well, you're probably thinking this, and then she's like, oh da 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 da. Oh, that dialogue's fun. Yeah, I think yeah. it's fun. I think it's a little cute. I don't know. It's a like, little. Pat, it's sure. a little. Yeah, but, but it's that's the movie we're doing. Yeah, that's the movie we're in. But I think there are some clever like things in the writing, like the Joni Mitchell. Foreshadowing, and I thought that whole thing was like really clever. That the mm. way she kind of introduced that, and then she saw the box, and mm. then she's like expecting it. Mm. And then the moments before the disaster, you're just like, No, Emma, <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? Don't rip it open. Yeah, yeah, I think that side of that storyline works. The other side, with yeah. With, um, Mia. with Mia, yeah, I think some... Mia is like a badly written character. Very badly she's written so character. like, like email. I mean, not email. Evil. She's always hitting she's the worst so email. email. I think I was doing that thing where you try to say two words at the same time. She's an evil anyway, female. Evil an email. Female. Um, like evil vixen, like yeah. you know, siren stealing your man thing. Like yeah. it's so, it's, it's so. There's so little nuance to her character. No character. Absolutely no, no subtlety, character. and she's, it's she's so over the top to the point where you kind of it doesn't work as a as, yeah. a, as a believable seductress a because mis- you're like he would be scared of her yeah. <laughs> like she's kind of worrying yeah, she's, like, she's like I, dressed I don't and mind it but I just think her techniques are so of like have that flirtation but not in front of everyone well yeah. I was like thinking, steal him into like the cupboard or something is like, that like borrowing from the like what we were talking about earlier like I think something that would have um, improved her character is that we know she's friends with Andrew Lincoln because that's made clear but we never yeah yeah, 
because she, oh, because she, it, she it's his, his it's his gallery. His, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and he's also at that party, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, so we know that they're friends. So I think like having a scene between them, seeing her interact yeah, with a character that's not character. Alan Rickman, <laughs> yeah. would have been like an interesting way to like give her like a little bit more depth yeah. and a little bit more like nuance. But I think they specifically don't want to give her nuance. I know. Thing. I feel like this is very much we want to make him feel, but they want to make him more sympathetic. Yeah. And like, oh, he was he was tricked into this you know like you know or whatever but they truly it, it don't even work. like get into his motivation it's just yeah. like well she is young and attractive he yeah will that's true like yeah. why doesn't she have a monologue where she's like don't you want to just throw it all away and have one crazy night or something like know. you know yeah like, i don't really understand don't what the attraction buy... there is yeah, for him you know i think it's yeah it doesn't give her much nuance but i think yeah yeah that's the thing yeah. i think that's on all my viewings of this film i've never understood yeah. what he sees in her mm. yeah. really yeah she's young and hot she's i mean also i don't think she's that attractive but yeah, i think but um like, but yeah that's, but yeah, she's that's, also quite fucking burn her I don't, sorry but that's, sorry to the sex like, but um, the only one who comes onto him i guess yeah like, but i feel yeah. like he doesn't the way he he performs he doesn't perform particularly yeah. attracted to her sure yeah. he doesn't no, act like no. he's like lusting after but her he what... acts more like he's trying to be polite to exactly her he acts like he's kind of like oh this is really awkward yeah, like, oh, and I, I need to avoid it through with and I, I think that's what it is like it's yeah really I'm like if, if he was acting more like he was like absolutely tempted, tempted yeah. by yeah, her absolutely. then I'd be like oh I see what's happening but it just looks mm. like she's throwing herself yeah. at him and he's going like oh this is awkward yeah, um, yeah, and then so yeah when he does like go along with it I'm like what is why what are they doing this I think they're so afraid from making that character because they want you to believe in the romance that it's they're afraid of making that character look bad. I'm like, it's fine for him to be bad. Like, mm. that's what he's or, like, you know, that's why he's cast. He says, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've been a, a classic fool, like a fool of just being like led around around by this woman. Well, it's just, it's just, it's his actions just don't seem to make him an emotional sense. Yeah, I don't like, think he needs to be more explicitly bad or more no. like, explicitly like cheating right. on Emma Thompson. But yeah. I think. I think if, if if they showed a more genuine connection between him and Mia, mm. it would it would just I'd add depth. It. To, it would explain that, yeah. what had happened more. Yeah, mm. it just know? doesn't make sense. Also, yeah. I think it would make Emma's like heartbreak even more. Yeah, exactly. If there was a genuine because, connection, because like otherwise like, she's got all of the nuance. She's got this incredibly and, nuance yeah. beautiful performance, but there and isn't she, as much happening then, in the other like, two yeah. characters. And then they're just like I don't, know. I don't mind just the attraction because sometimes that's just it. I don't. Think but they I'm not. But I don't think that he's yeah. playing it. The, is the problem? No, he play yeah. it that he was attracted yeah. to her. That's the thing. But I feel like if that was yeah. there, Alan Rickman does bad acting. Like that's what it is. I feel like it's just an older man like who just. Mm. Finally, someone is yeah. young, horny, young. Yeah, is looking yeah. at young him woman like shows some interest. Yeah. He's yeah. horny. Yeah, mm. bingo, bango. Here's yeah. a necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also like Bill Nye is really fun in this role. Oh yeah, he's mm. just really fun. One of after for supporting actor. Really nice. Mm. So you know, twenty years before his Oscar nominee turn and living, haven't seen yet, but I'm sure he was giving living. We were talking about, uh. like, if we buy, buy narratives. I fully buy that this, like, crazy guy that gives mm. interviews becomes this, like, viral sensation. It's so funny. I didn't appreciate the storyline when I was a kid. Mm. Just because yeah. I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. who cares yeah. about him? But now I'm like, he's so fun. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just like he's so compelling. Yeah. And of course viewers would want to tune in and listen to this crappy shitty song because it's yeah, it's just like a, a strange old man that's I, yeah. I do wish we got more of the rise of the song. Like if it was like number sixty nine at the start and all of a sudden it's at number fifteen now. Or like, like if you saw happening? other characters like putting it on yeah. and like, yeah, being yeah. like bopping to it or being like, Oh, I like, hate the song and like, Or it could have oh been God, part of the Christmas so pageant, yeah. like so weirdly uh, that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would have been quite good actually. <laughs> Um, uh, and speaking of that, like one of my bottles for this film is the soundtrack, as you mentioned. Yeah. Yes. The soundtrack. But also, I mean, we, yeah, there's so many great Nino drops, there's so many great bangers, but the one of Christmas like musical number at the end is incredible. Like yes. yeah. the production of that is incredible. <laughs> we the, love it. The, that girl singing is incredible. She's so good. Where yeah. is she? Out of no, from nowhere. Where I don't know. Is she? What has she been doing? She? Where yeah. are you, Joanna? Um, and also, I blame this film for all I want for Christmas is you being as humongous as I it think is. it mm. is to blame. I, it I, is. I, yeah. I think it's to blame. I didn't realize it this. was just as the like it was played the same as the other Christmas songs before. I think, but right. like it really kind of because this film was played year after year after yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It just became this huge thing and mm. it's so romantic as well like mm. that song is but so it's, romantic and it's a bop like yeah. a lot of Christmas is, mo- yeah. a lot of Christmas songs aren't bops yeah. you know this, this one's one a bop is a you bop. can like dance to it um, um, and they do dance to it <laughs> oh yeah look we love the backup boys they are they adding to the performance who knows but they're uh, definitely not they were definitely <laughs> subtracting subtracting from the performance but I'm still glad they're there yeah. uh, but you know that's the thing when you do um, uh, any sort of like theatre or like stage productions with um, students is that you have to find roles you've got to find the job exactly. for them to, to do that's why we three have three lobsters, lobsters in here that's why there's an octopus <laughs> and, and a spider spider-man king yeah. uh and look we love the little primary school kids the in their costumes the paper mache story. yeah incredible oh, yeah um, um yeah we my favorite about... jokes are to do with the the children's nativity scene i think yeah. they're oh, all my yeah. favorite yeah. parts and also my we other favorite joke is uh uh, when they sing perform good King Wetzler that's a great to the, cat, to the children and the uh, the what's it called uh, Hugh Grant's security guy turns out to have oh, a beautifully sonorous baritone <laughs> this movie uses children in a really effective way yeah, like, it's a great, great use, use of, of child children. actors the yeah. octopus boy and the um, the cab yeah. as well yeah. it's, it's just like they just told him look forward just like don't but do also, it I think well, that's yeah. so true that like kids can just like be so oblivious to things yeah. that are happening around them like, yeah. like that kid like does not understand what they're talking about nor is he interested in what they're talking about yeah. he doesn't he's, he's, got, he's trying to remember his he octopus line he barely knows who <laughs> this other guy is like he doesn't really understand that he's the prime minister like I'm sure I yeah. love how hard it is to like shove him to through the, out of the door he doesn't well. wait for any of them to move he's just like get out yeah um, we're talking about dancing I think Hugh Grant's like iconic, iconic dance iconic with um, jump yeah. to my love yeah mm-hmm. It's yeah, a, it's a bit like it's a bit cringe, but it's, it's, it's a little iconic. Cringe, so right. like, it's whatever. I think the song is really good. Oh, um, it's, a, it's a great song. So it's like, a great song. Yeah, yeah, and it can move pretty compellingly. You know, it's not It's not very cute. What surprised but... me is that it's actually uh, not as long as I remembered. Yes, yes. Yeah. I remember it being longer. Was the whole song. I think uh, it might be because maybe they there's a longer version with the music video. I think they mm. do more dancing with the music yeah. video, and that's what I've seen. Yeah. I feel like music and lyrics was created because of this scene. Interesting. Probably, yeah. You know. Mm. We haven't seen it. Haven't so seen it, so we can't. See. We don't know. Yeah. Oof. 
Um, um, which Johnny Mitchell, Dido, Dido, the Dido moment is really oh, good. That's good. Um, because that's fuck, I com- that guy. Walking Dead Man. Um, Andrew Lincoln realizes. <laughs> dead man walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does walk. He zips up his zip as soon as yeah. the He's face like, drops oh. on yeah, Dido. Yeah. I can't sleep. You know all that stuff. <laughs> Who was that? Willie Nelson. Um, <laughs> no, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, um, where is Dido? Where's Dido, <laughs> Where Dido gone? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a banger. Dido bang. invented Stan, okay? She's canonically one half of the adventure of the, <laughs> of word, the word Stan. Stan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's there's a moment where um, Andrew Lincoln um, freaks out and he goes, Wah! and a man behind him goes, Wah! and you got to love these little moments. It happens with Laura Linney as well, where she freaks out. She goes, like, excuse me, I have to go do something else. And then freaks out. That's like a Richard Curtis thing for yeah. sure. That's like, like he, he, they, he, they, like his characters do that. They have a little like yeah. moment of freak out and then yeah. carry on. It's an understanding it's of rom yeah. conventions that is yeah, just yeah. like yeah. so. Yeah. One thing I do really like about that Laurie Linney storyline is it really pulls it down to like a really kind of yeah. other level. Like it's, mm. it's mm. more. It has more gravitas for some reason. Oh, it's so it's much like, gravitas. And I think that's why I always, every time I watch this movie, that I feel like it's a shame that yeah. I don't put more into it. Because I don't, like, I get the thing of, like, we can show love that's not romantic love, the love between siblings, and that, like, yeah. and how, like, difficult, how difficult it is, it is exactly. to balance those things. Mm. But, like, I don't think they really give enough yeah. time to showing her, like, um, uh, how like much that dominates her life or and how mm. difficult it is for her to navigate both these things together mm. like there's yeah. just one scene yeah. and i know that's just like the pace of the movie that it has but to do, yeah but should we shame. move into our bananas yeah. now because yeah. i think i want to keep talking about this yes so that's a banana. Right. this this whole thing like i think as a as an idea of this person who is you know so the situation is that her brother is mentally unstable is in mm. like an institution somewhere yeah. um and calls her all the time uh, like wanting her attention and yeah. needing to, and they don't have yeah. any other family, so she's kind so of she's all kind he of, has. Yeah. yeah, and so she's not like technically a caregiver, but she is sort of an emotional support for him. Absolutely, and yeah. so she's not feeling emotionally able to be there for a relationship the hottest man alive. for the hottest man yeah. ever. Um, her fellow workaholic, by the way, they're yeah, the last. They both love to be office. at work. I, no, all my no, because Alan Rickon makes it clear that everyone in the office knows about this like love she has for him. I think when like they know that he's staying late, everyone's like, okay, we all want to go. We're just gonna leave them yeah. to it. Like yeah. everyone, yeah. Gets, just someone's go. like, no, no, I got, I got to do some five more. Like, no, 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 it's five o'clock. We're doing it at the pub. Yeah, yeah, go do it. Just get out. What is Alan's advice to her? It's like to admit it. Yeah, just ask him out. Like, yeah. Um. Anyway, good advice. I think. I think the issue with the storyline for me uh is not just that you know it seems like it's 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 becomes this insurmountable problem when it seems quite surmountable it feels like she should be able to balance the things but also it really like showcases like i did not really read it as being about her love for her brother because we don't really see anything except the real painful side of that relationship. True, All we true. see is like that he's a burden on her, which yeah. is I think a really bad a trope for this yeah. way where you know doing Christmassy things. Yeah, yeah, but it's like I think I'd like to see more of this if that's the sort of key relationship. Yeah, like what joy he brings her. Exactly, yeah. like you know, because it's I think at the moment it really we see yeah. him as an obstacle for her, and, and that I don't like that. It's as also a, played as a twist that mm. like we don't really know about the brother. She like I think there's kind of reference to him in a real subtle way where she like has mm. some phone calls which was 
are probably with him earlier on the film, but you yeah. don't yeah, know about him. Him, yeah. And then it comes up as a twist when she actually starts to sort of like get with um, mm. Hot Man. Uh, and I think if you had a scene between her and the brother earlier, I think that kind of strengthens that plot line where you yeah. see them in a more like... Or later. Hot, uh, yeah, later. But like, I think if you if you if you meet the brother in what is a positive light, yeah, then right. you see that like they have a lot of love for each other. That like she does enjoy spending time with him, or that yeah, like it's just you know that, that there's there like, are hard times, there are good times. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you, know. you and if so, if you kind of like get to see the brother as kind of like a person first before he becomes like a problem a in problem. her life. Yeah, totally. I think um, why I suggest later is like maybe she's currently at that point viewing her her uh, brother as a burden and then it's just like the thing that she wants is hot guy but the thing like and then she has a nice christmas with her brother and it's like oh no i actually do love him like because i feel like yeah we get a shot where they're like hey hey putting hats on each other but as you said you mm. want to kind of explicitly make that a scene where it's okay. like mm, here's I, how i rewrite this okay i think you have one scene between her and the brother beforehand it doesn't have to be a big one it can even just be a phone call yeah um where it's made clear who he is and then i think you have that last scene between um, her and the hot guy, mm. and he's like, "Hey, do you want to get a drink?" And she's like, "I'm so sorry, I have to go see my brother." And then he says, "Can I'll I come, come with you?" And she uh, says, so "All three of them are putting yes, the hats and then on." He's at the end, and that nice. like. That's, yeah, that would that's be, the thing. That would because be I'm like, beautiful. I'm like, it's it's because it's the thing. It's 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 treated as this problem that she's not able to have love in her life because she has to look after her brother. And I'm like, she can have more than one. Yeah, like, and also it gives person. it makes him more of an object. Like because right now yeah. he's just like this hot it object, also, which is yeah, I'm okay with. Like, we cast like, well for that. It would well, be nice if he could also be like, to, I actually want. Yeah, to like, like I just, I care about you as a person. She's able to conduct a friendship with Colin Firth. You know, yeah, she's able to have other friendship. I have a exactly. Yeah. It makes sense because he could also not have family in the UK. Mm. Oh, have, yeah, because he's could, also not British. Yeah. 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 They could and they spend Christmas family. together. It's their little Christmas, Christmas, Christmas together. Oh, that would be lovely. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's just... It's... Get Richard on the phone. <laughs> Richard, yeah. you We've need to fix notes. this. Um, yeah, so that's that's the fixing for that storyline. Okay. Other bananas. What else can we well, fix? Uh, what's the big one? The big one. The, the elephant in the <laughs> yeah. room, might we say. Richard Curtis... Don't call her an elephant. Loves... To make fat jokes throughout, particularly at Martine McCutcheon, yeah. there's this constant thing where everybody yeah. calls her chubby. It's one of the like everybody main things. It's one of the main fat. features of her character, basically, is and that she is you have cast apparently overweight, a, a regular, a, a regular average look, average sized woman, not like slim, not slim. Woman. <laughs> like yeah. she looks about the same size as me. Like I'm like this woman is like, yeah, this is a size ten. Like this yeah. is just an average looking lady. Part of like, me wondered. <laughs> Part of me wondered, did they intend to like? Was that written with a larger woman in it mind? Was. But yeah, I feel like in the casting they still were like scared to like cast a bigger woman. Absolutely, because we need to still be attracted to this person who Hugh Grant will end up with. And so it's like in just theory, a continually fatphobic. So yeah. yeah. yeah, and as. As yeah. you said, like it's not just fat phobic in that one storyline. Like it is just it's throughout. throughout it's just movie. like throughout also, the movie, there will just be little random references to other people being fat, and you're I like, ju- why I do we need to do this constantly? I just realized that the storyline was obviously just like the baby of Bridget Jones. Like it's totally. Yeah. I even wonder if he intended to cast um, Renee Zellweger, Renee? Yeah. and that like they were like, oh, it's too weird with her being Bridget. Do you know Jones. that Tony yeah. Collette was originally cast as Bridget Jones? I did know that. Yeah. Mm, I think she that. would have slayed. Yeah, yeah. and also yeah, that would have been good. Oh, oh, really? That would have been yeah. good. She would have slayed as Roxy. Yeah. Wait, wow. who Renee Ross? I know. Wow. Mm. 
They made. must have been like hidden, hidden. Yeah. They must have been. I wonder if Renee was up in any of her roles. Maybe, who knows? Up for six cents, maybe. Renee and Hereditary. Oh, <laughs> Actually, she would have been, been. I am your mother. But also, she looks more like the girl than. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'd love um, to see Tony Collette. So yeah, some, of those, anyway, yeah, um, anyway. some of those lines, we get pretty sizable ass. We get chubs. I think that's referring to the manager. Oh, the, no, wait. What did the. Oh, Plumpy. Is Plumpy what is the, dad, the dad's nickname dad's for her. Perfect. And then the final lines are God, you weigh a lot because she jumps up into Hugh Grant. It's so and then she says, crazy. Yeah, like, like, what is this, this constant fat shaming of this, this poor woman? And like, yeah, it's like no wonder girls develop eating disorders. It's yeah. like literally, yeah. like it's 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 Those really movie, yeah. awful. Like it's, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Even kind of beyond, like you're like, oh yeah, it's two thousand and three. Yeah, they're gonna make a few like homophobic jokes. They're gonna make a, yeah. a transphobic mm. joke. Yeah. They're gonna make a few like fat phobic jokes. But it's just like, wow, this was really on his mind when he wrote this. Yeah, really I'm like, because the rest this. of those things, yes, there's some like gay jokes on there that yeah, age absolutely. well. There's all these other things, but like the fat phobia just is rampant, a constant rampant, stream. Yeah. That's that storyline particularly but like even there's some Emma like, Thompson has a comment there's some jokes um, about yeah uh, what's called Colin Firth getting chubby and there's yeah. like the and, and there's the gag that like oh he's always... a fat sister that you couldn't possibly want to exactly. marry exactly mm. um, Bill Nye is constantly like talking about my fat manager yeah. like you know yeah. it's just, it's this constant thing you're like why is this just the fabric of this movie is, it needs mm. to be well, about how know, people thing, are right? fat it's just like the culture you have to be super mean to one group of people yeah. 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 yeah yeah there's a big part of british culture that has is still pretty pervasive honestly is a thing like i think it is a particularly british um you know more so than other countries is that there's a very Mm. anti-fat bias and yeah so like all these fat american like you know Mm. we're not fat americans yeah 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 yeah. um oh speaking of americans billy bob thornton makes an actual cameo yeah yeah i don't i don't love the uh, the the president sequence not, not like my it. favorite it's so clinton coded I'm yeah just like, that's it's, uh, it's also like it, it doesn't really make I, sense I, it's also <laughs> the implications politically, yeah the implications politically politically are wild. Is that he like declared war on the united states it's also just like, because he sexually harassed his like um, yeah the girl what? that i was sexually harassed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. that's why joanna's going home it's it's kind of um uh weird to introduce this like idea of politics like you know like we don't actually ever really hear any specifics about the politics yeah we don't know what party it just like puts a weird thought in your mind of like Okay, what are Hugh Grant as the prime minister? What are his politics? He got he got elected in two thousand and three, like in the wake of Tony Blair, kind of in the wake of nine eleven. Like I don't think his politics are probably very good. Yeah, definitely a Blairite. Good for the time, maybe good for the time, (laughs) but like directly references the Twin Towers in the opening monologue, which I think is Grant. Yeah. Oh, I do love those montages. They're so cheap. They are quite. They work. They work. Yeah. So, like, despite the. Despite dropping the Twin Towers, like, what is it? Yeah, we're just talking about airports. Mm. Yeah, I do I do agree that, by and large, that opening and closing do kind of work. And it's just ordinary people hugging each other. Yeah. yeah, it is really yeah. good, real people. And that's, yeah. and, yeah, that's lovely. I've got some quotes. Um, Hurry up, big boy! I want to fuck you! I can't remember. Twice before, before Jamie, Jamie comes home. home. That's right, <laughs> yeah. brother fucking. Um, sounds like something out of um, Belinda Blinked. Yeah. <laughs> But also it's just, like, accent. so obvious to, like, make yeah. sure there's no ambiguity. Yeah. Like, we've got one line to get this out, so yeah, let's just yeah. do it. Because, yeah. like, if she just walked out naked, then maybe it's a mistake, you know. Yeah. 
yeah. still being a mistake. Oh. But like, no, no, she is explicitly having an affair with the brother I, behind Jamie's back. Like, yeah. Un- to unpack that, to have an affair already is like devastating, but to have that be your brother is like... The worst. <laughs> yeah. Like, I and feel then, like the only thing that would hurt more is if it was his dad or something. Like. And then none of... And then none of us really clocked that the brother turns up again yeah. at the end, which I think is kind of yeah. shocking. He's yeah. kind of like sheepishly standing in the at background. At the back of the family With Christmas. another iconic line of, I hate, I hate Uncle, Uncle Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we get a DJ criticizing, um, uh, what's his name? Billy Mac. Um, yeah. And he says, I can safely put my hand up my ass and say that that's the worst album this year. I'm like, that's not a phrase. There's some other things imagery. that aren't a phrase. We also have gay as a picnic basket yep. and, and gay as a maple. Gay as a maple is a phrase. Yeah. That, oh, a I've thing. never heard that I've one. Heard that. Okay. Okay. Bag <laughs> oh, I've heard that one. <laughs> Which one is gayer, a picnic basket or a maypole? Write yeah. in and tell right us. <laughs> yeah, we'll do like a Twitter like, or an Instagram. Right. I think one's like uh, a gay man and one's like <laughs> a gay woman. Um, also, this avoid Kevin if you want your breasts unfondled, Ooh. which Alan Rickman says to. Okay, let's talk about HR and, HR. This, this. and workplace politics. Okay, so we're going to look at the firstly Alan Rickman's. Other like workplace whatever this place is yeah. so firstly he's what do they do like a, a non-profit Charity? or something non-profit? Yeah. so he's firstly interfering oh. in the love lives of his employees by having like a meeting being like you should ask out carl which i'm like i'm just doing the line a bit yeah. uh secretary mia is openly just like <laughs> explicitly shouting over basically shouting over everybody else uh, propositioning him saying i'll you can have whatever you, you want, want. Yeah. um like that's all just happening in the office they've got another employee kevin that is a known groper that they clearly are just telling women to avoid um and uh what else is happening um, well, in the in the other in the prime minister's place, obviously. So we've got two is... other situations. So both Colin Firth and Hugh Grant end up <laughs> dating their employees. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although I guess it's after it happens, right? Like after, th- but the, yeah. the attraction is so Yeah, but like, that's like a technicality. It's one of those technicalities for both on both. <laughs> and like Hugh Grant does like. I feel like vaguely fire her because he's yeah. too attracted to her or like gets yeah. her reposition like chip yeah. move to another department which again I'm like it sounds yikes. like a, it's quite yikes to me yeah. um <laughs> and yeah it's uh, it's not good and I feel like yeah all of the work the, the only workplace relationship <laughs> that's nice is the the sex stand-ins yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I guess it's very much like working under like rom-com rules where yeah. like, things like that are like things like this are happening brushed you aside into each but other. it's yeah. um yeah he says who do I have to screw to get a cup of tea and a biscuit around here I honestly think that's quite realistic yeah yeah, like, yeah. that's yeah. the sort I of know, thing I people would say <laughs> um but yeah um I just want to say the absolute no one care of like Colin's storyline of him going to America it's kind of funny a little bit but like it's the least consequence it's the the most it's the most like uh like cartoonish yeah it's very silly and even though it doesn't take up much time it still took too much of my time (laughs) I was like we just don't need this I do love the American girls and them being (laughs) just valley girl bimbos yeah just dumb but kind of stupidly funny it, I mean like is like this like fun sort of subversion that his plan just works perfectly yeah. like yeah. exactly as he fantasized yeah. like you know it's 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 real dumb but it is quite funny yeah yeah. do you find it I don't know and Denise Richards cameo at the end yeah yeah, yeah. January Jones and Elisha Cuthbert yeah there is a lot of like yeah. and another one American <laughs> kind of um 
like features in this here and there throughout american bashing well bashing but also like you know you have laura linney and then you have those characters and then yeah um and i'm just like and billy bob i'm like what it I don't know, just like the relationship between Britain and America. Yeah. I guess in Notting Hill, he's exploring so, yeah. it as well. It's kind of like, yeah, it's yeah. like lots of expats there. And they use the Kelly Clarkson song at the end. Clarkson. Yeah, true. Clarkson. Um, final, final quotes, just to kind of wrap up. Get a grip, people hate sissies, which is what Emma Thompson <laughs> says <laughs> to Liam Neeson after his wife has died. died. But they're clearly very close. It's yeah. just like yeah, something a, you'd yeah. say to a close friend. Yeah. Um, that's what I tell you every time yeah <laughs> uh, and we've, we've said all the other fatphobic uh, jokes yeah. Um, yeah. one, one an- another fun cameo is, is Claudia Schiffer appearing at the end as mm. Carol okay Christmas Carol if you didn't get the joke um, no, because he said because he said um, that you know his dream lady would be Claudia, Claudia Schiffer, Schiffer. Mm. Yeah. at his wife's funeral which also was quite lovely like yeah. that was very I know I think this was the first time I was really touched by that yeah, yeah. scene. Mm. All right. The art of um, of Walking Dead Man is... Uh, oh, terrible. Wild. His oh, giant blue nudes with Christmas hats on. Oh, yeah. Some of the worst art I've ever seen. I don't know if it's explicitly his art or just that he runs the gallery. I was wondering oh, that too. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. But he criticizes some kids who are laughing at it. He's yeah, like, it sounds like he, he likes it, no matter... Well, I mean, it's his gallery, it's I his think. It's his gallery. So, yeah. Um, let's talk... I want to talk more about that storyline because we haven't really come back. Yeah, it, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I love it, but also it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It just like, um, the, yeah, it's just sort of like, like, it ends in a weird place in a way. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm like, this guy, just like, you've, the pressure that he's putting on this person who is like the object of his affection and yeah. this kind of, it's a very like entitled way of behaving. I don't know. It's a kind of like. Y- yes, and I think <sighs> it could be like. He's like he got what he kind of like he had enough like he kind mm. of just needed to say that and then mm. he needed to move on with his life. Yeah. But it's crazy to me that his best friend is just living his life oblivious like, yeah. to this whole thing. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of I, like a shame that we never really get like a scene with Chiwetel. Like, I wish they. I things. wish we had done the the he was in love with Chiwetel. I think like I would. Yeah, like that I, so think much much I think that would And it would make more so much better. sense. Like you know, it'd be more like you know. Yeah, if it's more about incompatible sexuality than it is. Also, I think I didn't okay. The girl here's my first. pitch though. It's still Kieran Knightley who comes to him. It's still yeah. She, but she watches the video <gasps> and, and it's all of Chiwetel. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Damn, oh my that would have been like That'd be lovely. Yeah. real good. Yeah. 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 It's extra. Yeah, that would be so good. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, and yeah. they decide, and they're gonna, they, they decide they're never gonna tell him because yeah. like. Yes. Oh, and like you still do the cards thing, oh, but it's just like about him. All you need is love. Richard, we've fixed, we've fixed your film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can send the royalties I'll, to I'll us. I'll type up these notes. We'll, we'll type up these notes. He'll do a read It'll be fine. I think um, the, the sign thing, like, even though it's like, oh yeah, it's enough for him. That's all he needed to do. Yeah. People don't really remember that final moment where he's like, enough. That that is yeah. enough or whatever. They remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, they remember her the giving him a kiss yeah. as yeah. a result of that. And it's like it does kind of feel some very unhelpful, unhealthy. Yeah, thing. I yeah. feel like it is a it is a poorly remembered scene by most yeah. people. Mm. That like because you like see, when you see it. When you see it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you see it used now, it's often as like two people then get together from it. Yeah. But it's yeah. like that is not what's happening in that scene. Or it's yeah. just a declaration of love. But yeah. yes, um, I still like it for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. And obviously, Kira's camp factor in this movie just <laughs> ages with, like wine. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 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 The rule really of him is now iconic. Is now going to be the the, the canon 
to me, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all of him. <laughs> They're all of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, he looks quite... Well, we do have a hard out, and we're just about nearing two hours. Yeah. So we've got to finish. So. I, that's why I said about the pop corner. We got to get through this. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was going to But take James a while. just had to talk about Martin <laughs> Scorsese <laughs> for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, it was good. And then the Scott Pilgrim. Oh, oh god. Oh, All right. Like, yeah. Okay. Which was relevant and topical. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with Marty. Go back and watch. No, I'm not saying something <laughs> wrong with him. I'm just saying so it's many... not very topical. Yeah. All right. All right. We are going to go to a bag or biff. Alright. Now. Bag. It's a bag. Oh, bag. <laughs> ah, it's me. The okay, ghost okay, of okay. Christmas. Bags. It's bag, actually. I still love this film. I've never hated this film. Yes, I can see uh, the flawedness of this film. I've always recognized that. But it just, like, whenever I watch it, I just really like it. It's, like, it's good to put on in the background. And it's charming. And I love the actors. And the screenplay, I actually really like the structure. Some of the writing, bad. But that's not enough. For it not to be a bag. Yeah, I'm going to be a bit of a rusty wheel, whatever the fuck the thing is. <laughs> a jingle what? bell? I'm going to... Uh, I, can't I don't even know what you're trying I to knew, say. I don't know either. Le- squeaky wheel? Whatever. Sure. The same. I'm going to say... Like, the thing about love, actually, is it's iconic. Um, <laughs> it's like... It is like... It's, it's memorable, and I think the performances really, really sell it. And that there are egregious uh, things that are wrong about it, you know, but ultimately what you're left with is um, some very good stories and some very good storylines, and yeah, it's a bag for me as well. Mm. Yeah. I can't believe you used a rusty wheel to refer to I'm going to say the same thing as Matt. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you're going to hate on it. Like, I, was like, I don't understand what thing. you mean. <laughs> but it's squeaky, because I meant squeaky wheel. A squeaky oil. wheel is a person that complains anyway, a lot. Moving on. Hard out. Hard out. Okay. Um, I don't know what he's on record? about. Is that what you're thinking? That's a broken one. record. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Not to be um, with a broken clock. Here I am. Uh, <laughs> it's right twice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I am. I'm surprised by like what I really yeah the things that I appreciated from this film because I think I remembered liking this all right and then going through a phase of just like it's so overplayed getting Mm. really sick of it and like all the various problems with it just piling up Mm. to the point of really disliking this film um but i think there is enough like good stuff in it i think there's enough like i don't know if it as a whole like totally works for me Mm -hmm. i think it's like there are scenes though that work really well there are scenes Mm. that i really dislike and there are scenes that i think i really like mm-hmm. and i think on balance on this watch it's just gone into bag territory mm-hmm. um i think there's enough like yeah sort of just fantastic acting moments and fantastic kind of moments that that are heartwarming and good mm-hmm. i yeah i think there's a lot that needs fixing and it irritates me oh, as a film have. because <laughs> uh there's so much that we could just have we've just fixed in our, our little <laughs> little writer's room um, but I think on the little seesaw, I'm, I'm going to just, just tilt towards bag today. Nice. Yeah, I was surprised as well. I, I really had it in my head that I dislike this movie a lot more than I find I actually do. I think, um, like a lot of the things that I really remember disliking, really like grinding my gears was just kind of like, you know, that's, that's 2003 baby. Like, mm. you know, like, um, and yeah, it doesn't, it's not exactly excuse it, but like it, it you know, it, it's context and I think 
as you've all said, the the goods are really good. Like, there's some really good performances mm. in this. They have assem- uh, assembled like a really good cast, um, and I think this type of format, which this film like, I'm not saying invented, but it popularized it, like, is hard to pull off, and also, they pull it off pretty well. Mm. I'm pretty sure every other film that mimics this is worse than this oh absolutely mm-hmm. not that i've seen any of them yeah. but i think that's probably true if we yeah. look to the um mm. the science um and i think <laughs> yeah i think the the good um outweighs the bad and i think the parts that we were like um really hating on the most we were hating on them because they're like with a few tweaks they would be quite good like yeah like yeah. the bad things are are quite close to being quite good with our little tweaks here and there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's given us so many iconic moments and, um, and yes, it's actually pretty good. I'll, I'll admit it. Yeah. It's a, it's a bag. A very surprising full bag. Full bag. Looks like we've looked at love from both sides now. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Lucas, for um, joining us once again in our yearly tradition yeah. of of the Christmas uh, episodes. Where can we find you? Oh, um, I don't know. Wherever you like. Um, <laughs> oh, have, a, have a look online. <laughs> We're all on Letterboxd. I'm on Letterboxd. Um, I don't remember what my uh, Letterboxd name is. If you find is. me, Lula Morashi, yeah. you can look at the people I follow. Exactly. One of them will be if you find any of the people on this podcast, <laughs> and, like, if you look at their follow, you can probably find me. Yeah. Uh, uh, Letterboxd, sponsor us. I'm on yeah. Instagram at it is Lucas Neil. Um, I think that's really the only social media I use heavily. I mean, I do use Letterboxd. Any, any shows coming up? Uh, come see Lads on the Island um, in February at Circa Theatre. The date that it starts is, ooh, I want to say, <laughs> mm, maybe the 3rd? Yeah. <laughs> Opening the 3rd of February, 2024, oh, nice. Lads on the Island. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a good one. Nice. Okay, cool. And you can find us on Mixbag Pod and Mixbag Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and we hope you have a very merry holidays, merry Christmas, <laughs> or whatever you celebrate. Yeah, um, yeah have but, a have a wonderful time. But for now, that's, that's a wrap. wrap. Oh, 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 like oh, a gift. Oh, oh. <laughs> you like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.